Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Dairy Isle. It is I, your host, Eli, and I think it's time we started talking about camping stories. Everybody, now I made you a promise last episode that we were going to have a fun guest on this episode, and I am a man of my word. So, for those of you that have been with us for a while and have listened to some of our episodes or most of them, if you go a little bit back to episode 35, we did a collaboration with one of our favorite fellow podcasts from our town, The Baby Lambs, and recently. Through some uh, social circle discoveries, we got together with one half of the baby lambs because, uh, you know, Miami is incredibly small, despite what you may think. And so with us today is our friend, Lisette Hernandez. Hi. I told you I'd bring her on. Now, before we get started, if you want to pause the show and go take a look at any of her social media, you can. She's over on Instagram at Runaway Blooms. And also, she's the other half of this very interesting new sort of food venture called Hungry Yokai, where they do handmade local dumplings right here in Miami. And I promise we're going to talk about that later. And yes, there will be delicious photos posted later on on the Instagram. I promise. All right. Now, before we start, as is tradition, 10 items or less. <laughs> All right, so uh, you guys know that we talk a lot about video games on this podcast, and our producer is fairly obsessed with her favorite video game, possibly, of all time. It's called Dead by Daylight, and the people over at Dead by Daylight have been doing uh, amazing, and I call them the people over at Dead by Daylight because the name of the studio is currently escaping me. Anyways, they have continued to bring out basically some of the coolest DLC for their game ever uh and if you're into dead by daylight and spoopy scary witches you're in for a real treat this season because the latest content drop the hour of the witch just basically released on their public test servers all right uh so michaela reed has joined the ranks with meg david fang and the rest of the survivors as well you guessed it a witch she's not a killer she's an actual survivor she's just you know she's kind of gothy and very witchy in the way that she dresses We're not going to spoil too much. Just know that she's going to have a way to turn totems to her benefit, which is kind of cool. Things are about to get real spicy in the world of Dead by Daylight, and we're going to share a link on our show notes, and Mills will be sharing the reveal on Instagram when it finally comes out. So go ahead and also go to uh, YouTube, and you can also search Dead by Daylight Hour of the Witch for the reveal trailer. It's going to be really fun. All right. Also, in the last episode... I briefly spoke about the case of Gabby Petito, which is still, like I said, an ongoing investigation, and Brian Laundrie is still nowhere to be found. But we wanted to bring up the missing case of Maya Marcano, who was last seen Friday, September 24th of 2021, near the University of Central Florida at the Arden Villas Complex in Orlando, Florida, where she lived. 
According to a news article from NBC South Florida, Marcano's father said that she worked at the leasing office at Arden Villas, but he never heard from her when she got off of work that Friday night. He mentioned that she was scheduled to take a flight to Fort Lauderdale later that evening to visit family, but strangely never made it. On Monday, September 27th, Orange County Sheriff John Mina said that 27-year-old Armando Manuel Caballero was a person of interest in her disappearance. Armando was found dead earlier in the day, and it is believed at this time that he committed suicide at an apartment nearby. We're going to share more about this in the show notes, and if you know anything, please reach out to the Orange County Sheriff's Office at 407-836-4357 or Crime Line Florida at 800-423-8477. Hi, folks. Are you listening to us on Apple Podcasts? If so, why don't you be super awesome and leave us a rating or review on our podcast? Now, each review gives us a little bump that pushes our show up higher in the rankings, which is great because that gives us more visibility. All right. Now, what you can do is you can give us a review by visiting the link on our show notes or by opening your page or sorry, opening our page on Apple Podcasts. You can also listen to our podcast by visiting anchor.fm slash the dairy aisle, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can also find us on Instagram at The Dairy Isle. And now for the main event, ladies and gentlemen. I told you we were going to be talking about campfire stories. And not in the traditional sense that it was stories that, you know, have been told around campfires. No, 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 no. This is going to be Lissette and I talking <laughs> about our campfire stories. So strange, spooky, weird, awkward, and maybe in some cases unexplainable things that we've experienced while camping. Because believe it or not, living in Miami does not preclude you from camping in the wilderness. I mean, we're a massive state, and there's like a lot of nothing in a lot of these areas, and it is terrifying. Yeah. I mean, for a state that is, I mean, as flat and, you know, sort of, I guess, geographically challenged Mm -hmm. as we are, I mean... I will disagree with how flat we are because I've been to Dade City and there's a lot of hills there. But they're like man-made hills, aren't they? I don't know, but they existed and it was a lot of fun pretending to be on a roller coaster while driving. I mean, yes, but we are also, I mean, we are one of the most like topographically challenged states in the union. So, but I, I mean, things don't get interesting until you get to like northern Florida. Well, no, I take that back. There are parts of Orlando where there are hills that are not man-made, like that you can tell that they're natural. Yeah. And they never tried to like bulldoze them. Like they just were like, all right, well, I guess the street's going to go down and then up. So enjoy that flooding. Yeah. It's always nice to like start getting close to like central Florida and be like, oh my God, guys, we're like in the south. I know. Like I'm in south, south. We have to go to the north to go to visit the south. I know. Miami is a strange place. This is North Cuba. I apologize. Mm. And Everglades. And the Everglades. They're beautiful. We are beautiful. I mean, yeah. Again, not nearly as nice to look at as some of our other national parks. Yeah. Because you're like, okay, I get it. There's a lot of water, a lot of grass. (laughs) And there's like four trees over yonder. I think those are trees. And that's about it. And they're all really crocodiles or alligators. They're all alligators. Nothing but alligators. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty bad. But... That doesn't mean that there isn't some good camping to be had down here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually have really good camping in the Keys. We have mm-hmm. some of the best beach camping probably in the whole country. Yep. Um, but as soon as you get to like central or northern Florida, like around Ocala National Forest, you get like real ass woods. Yeah. Like the forest. 
Yeah. Like Slash Pines, as far as the eye can see, Rock Pineland, which is some of the most beautiful environment any of you have ever seen. If you don't know what that is, look up Rock Pineland. It's actually protected here in our state. Mm-hmm. Um, but nobody told that to Walmart, unfortunately. Yeah, so uh-huh. I'll go cry quietly later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, we don't realize like how lush Florida actually is until you go camping. And it makes me sad when I meet someone that's like, I've never been camping. I'm like, yeah, but I'm not even like to the beach. Like you've never woken up in the backseat of your parents' car, like at four in the morning. And they're like, surprise, we're camping. Yeah. That's and you're like happening. seven and you're like, I don't want to be here. Thank like, you. Uh, I had an air conditioning and video games at home. Why mm-hmm. am I here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, we never did that. Where I have friends that have gone to Homestead because of me. Um, cause I've made them, but not because they grew up going to Homestead. Yeah. I have friends that have seen like maybe three trees their whole life at most. Three might be too many. One of them might have been a drawing or a photo on Google <laughs> Images. I'm like, oh, I've seen one of they these They go before. like on Google Earth and pretend to camp. Like, what's all that green stuff? They're like, those are trees, my love. <laughs> That's what those are. Yeah, there's. I have friends that have never seen wildlife before. Oh, like, no. the most wild thing they've seen is like a pigeon. Oh, no. Like, what the hell is that thing? I'm like, you've never seen a raccoon or a fox? They're like, none of that. I'm like, dude, I have got, I've got a fox in my neighborhood. <laughs> and I live in Kendall. Like, I live in the city. Like... I uh I went to Philadelphia earlier this year and I met like some because I have a family that lives there now, so I was talking to their friends and um apparently like when you live in Philly you don't really see lizards like it's it's you just don't see them lizards yeah you just don't see really them. or yeah like it's just like a weird is it too cold I mean I presume very, Philly has a summer and it gets yeah, hot as it hell it was very so. hot it was okay. hot and it was humid because I went during the summer um but they just had never seen one and i was like what do you mean you've never seen one like how have you never seen do you a not lizard? like can you come into jersey and like see it because you know it's like 20 minutes right into really <laughs> into jersey and they're like no we've just never seen a lizard and i go this makes no sense or like for it does not compute we're not <laughs> i don't understand what do you mean you've never seen a lizard before in your life because if you come over my house we are basically just one big lizard. Yeah, I'll go outside right now. I'll grab you a lizard and bring you one. What the f- Like here. Yeah. I present you the lizard. I swear, if somebody came from Philly and was like, I've never seen a lizard. They're like, what do you, give me five minutes. I'm going to go get you a couple of them so you can see different types. Like, if we walk down the neighborhood, I can show you big ones called iguanas. They're really aggressive. Yeah, like, or the, uh, what is it? The I don't know the full name of them, but they're like the African lizards that have started to sprout. And say, oh, you haven't seen those? Why is it? Hold on. Time out. And I know we're a, supposed to talk about camp. For no, I know. But, we're, we're, but this is all technically there are lizards when you go camping in Florida. It's a, a lot. fact of life that you have to deal like with. Like eight of my stories are lizard inspired. Are lizard inspired? Wow. Okay. And I, I came to the table with a Bigfoot and a UFO story. So I have I have a UFO as well. You too? Okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. glad I'm not the only one. Um, but okay. So where I live, we have. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, our producer is showing us. Yeah. Are this mm-hmm. the one with the curly tail? Uh, no, no, no. They're just like long. Oh. Okay, no, I know which one you're talking about. That they have the orange head and orange tail. Yeah, uh, the you, the CVS that's here by our house. Oh, lucky you! It's the CVS by your house. Has like they're in my yard. Of them. Oh, they're in your yard. Okay. They're in my yard. Now. Are they per, are they particularly invasive in terms they're of like eating your invasive. grass and stuff? Or? Um, they eat your grass, your dogs, your whatever. Yeah, hmm, they do a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Um, we and were. they are everywhere. Really, everywhere. Like now, my neighbor. Um, is trying to like either trap them. I was or waiting for you to be like, them. and now my now my neighbor is one of them. Like yeah, he's just I'm, a human. Pretty soon, pretty soon, the neighbors person. like you know. It's Your neighbor like, is one of them. It's just mm-hmm. hi, my name is Mike. Just nice like, to meet take you. Take off his like skin suit. It's like actually we're just we're not we're a family of these. We lizards. just moved in. Like we just moved in, and I'd be like, hi. no, thank you. I'm moving right now. <laughs> 
can we buy your house? You can buy the burned charred remains. Yes. As I, yes. And in this market, I'll make money. Yeah. No, you would. They'd be like, oh my God, it's so like, it's like burned down chic. I love it. Like, yeah, we're I'll really, offer we went, 20 over. We went for that like burnt farmhouse feel. That's what we wanted. Just ca- catastrophe. That's what we're looking mm-hmm. for. Just, you know, uh, just a total disaster. Yeah. So uh, this market's mm-hmm. ridiculous, by oh. the way. And to make it better with these lizards, uh-huh. I have an avocado tree and a mango tree. And guess what they love? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say, and I'm just, I'm spitballing <laughs> here. Mangoes and avocados mm-hmm. at the same time. Mm-hmm. So uh, two trees that I really wanted to keep. Oh, I no, I'm like we are, we're getting rid of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there has to be something. And I, I was going to say this earlier. This isn't a slight against the continent of Africa or any of its, you know, any of its countries. But I feel like South Florida has been experiencing a lot of like invasive species coming from parts of Africa. And I yeah. want to know what the deal is because first I, it was the South African land snails. Which I've never seen them, but Me I have either. one of their shells. Never seen them. There so, was something else from Africa recently that I don't I don't know if it was a lizard or something else, but they're like, it came from Africa. I'm like, a lot of things come from there. Yeah, I mean, like, when you look at a... It's like the cradle of civilization. I'm pretty sure that's wait, where, like, life started. When you look at a lot of the ways that, like, export, import happens, uh-huh. um, when they go through these areas, right? Like, these animals can get stuck. In the cargo, like, yeah. you know, all of these That's things. Fair, but yeah. one thing I learned about these lizards, for some reason, someone was like, I'm going to breed them and sell them here. And then release them. And they procreate rapidly. Instantly, like, like, like lizards rabbits. do. And like rabbits, right? right. Like, you, you better be sure that you have two males or two females because... Otherwise, you're going to have a lot of kids. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. Immediately. Oh my god! I'm sorry. Oh, you've Our producers never seen them? not. I mean, I've seen snails, but I've never seen them that big. I didn't know that. That's how big the South African land snail got. Yeah, that's why they're considered an invasive species. But what are they eating? That's so invasive. Like everything. What are... You, your dog, <laughs> your mortgage, <laughs> the car, yeah, your mailbox, yeah, hopes, dreams, desires, everything. So okay, well, I mean, listen. If people in Miami <laughs> are good at anything, it's killing things and just causing wanted not destruction. These lizards. Yeah, not these lizards. Well, let me tell you. Our <laughs> God, Melissa, if you're listening to this, I love you because you're the only person I know that's had the balls to stand up to your own neighborhood and to your neighbors because this Amazon of a woman has decided to go into her backyard and make a final stand against the iguanas in her backyard and neighborhood with a BB gun, I like a high-powered pellet gun. And she, this woman has become like a sniper extraordinaire. She just goes into the backyard but almost in like a redneck old like southern woman like her gun has a name it's called like old painless and shit like old painless, old painless. and she just comes out there like mm-hmm, mama's idea to solve this problem yeah yep. we're, we're having a grilled iguana for oh dinner. yeah no she's gonna be like an old cajun woman just like cooking one day where mm-hmm. like you come in and you just hear her with a spoon like get back in there like mm-hmm. like the iguana's still trying to crawl out and she's trying to make like iguana gumbo Not today not today, child. Mm-mm, you get back in there. Mm-hmm. Stop moving around so much. Mm-hmm. And so, like, she got into a fight with her HOA because they were like, you can't have a firearm out. And she's like, it doesn't legally meet the definition of a firearm. It's yep. an air gun. It's a toy. And they're like, oh, but you can't shoot it across streets or neighborhoods. She's like, there's no street I'm shooting it across. And I'm not shooting it into a neighborhood. I'm shooting it into my tree on my property that overlooks a massive lake. Like, there is not, mm. there's not enough science for you to prove that these pellets can reach a neighbor of hers across the lake, it just won't. Like, 
there's only so much yeah. there's only so many feet per second it can travel before it falls into the yeah. water and so they were like back and forth with her and it was because a neighbor complained that she was using a firearm to kill lizards and she's like they're an invasive species and florida fish and wildlife has told people like hey if you see them kill them please yep like like immediately don't hesitate they i mean at least they tell them like don't do it inhumanely you're not yeah. allowed to freeze them or poison them but they're like using a shovel to hit them over the head or using a pellet gun it even says on the thing yep. like on florida's uh, florida fishing games mm-hmm. wildlife they're like using high-powered pellet guns in a safe manner and a legal manner mm-hmm. shoot them in the head or right in the back of the neck where their spine is and you'll murder them yep. and they'll die instantly and it's painless harmless it's not cruel yep and just dispose of the body in the trash and that's it. And yeah. it's the only way to curb their population numbers. We're never going to get rid of them, but it'll be at least population control. Yeah. She can't even have her garden. She tried planting a bunch of stuff. Not food, mind you. Just plants. Yeah, that's me and my garden. And they ate everything. Yeah. And she was like, I swear to God, if I have, if I get my hands on a flamethrower, we're having barbecued iguana every day. <laughs> like, what's for breakfast? Barbecued iguana. I told, told Michael, I'm like, if we ever catch one, I want to pin it on the palm tree that we have like a Like a message. like... This yeah. is what you're going to get. Abandon all hope ye who enter here, uh-huh. you scaly bastards. Yeah. yeah. No, I know. Listen, for any reptilian fans who are listening to this, who are like, no, don't harm them. They're innocent. They're you not. live in Philadelphia. Yeah. Go move to Philadelphia. Or you, you live in to, Philadelphia because you, you clearly. You've never seen them. You clearly do not yeah, have this issue. Exactly. Anyways. So um, now <laughs> and, that we've completely gone off like, track. And that's it for the campfire And that's story. it. That's it. That's all we had. It was just horrifying stories about <laughs> lizards and while pe- while. While people who live in Philadelphia have never experienced them, if you show up here, you're done for. Really what this was uh, is basically for all of you that are considering moving down here, don't. 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 <laughs> it's not the overpopulation. It's not the crazy wealth gap. It's not, It's none of that. Even though those are all real factors, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's none of that. It's, it's the, the lizards. lizards. It's the fact that if Godzilla ever appears, it's going to be here first. Uh-huh, We're yep. right next to the water. Yep. All his family are here, and I'm pretty sure he's upset at, at yep. literally everyone. If, if, if Godzilla is not coming from the Atlantic, it's coming from the Gulf. At some point, yeah, because but let's it, be honest, he's a warm-blooded, he's a cold-blooded creature. He's going to find warm water, not yeah. the Pacific, you idiots. You fight in Japan. Come on. Get out of here. There's no, there's no, there was never any science to prove he would attack California or Japan. He'd, he'd attack Miami or the Carolinas. Yeah. Let's be honest. But he definitely was bred here. 100%. He's a product <laughs> of science and Santeria. Someone, 100%. someone like was like, I've got a test tube and 42 caracoles. Let's see what we get. And then instead we got the snails. And we got the snails. Thanks a lot, guys. The worst, worst monsters ever. Literally, just all the government has to do is invent the world's largest thing of Morton's sea salt. Uh-huh. And just put it in a, in a helicopter and pretend we're fighting a forest fire. Yep. Yep. And you know what? If we call the French over, they'll be like, Sacre bleu. <laughs> Escargot for everyone. Yeah. It's like, yes. It's like a steak. It'll you be are, like a steak. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. So... Anyways, let's get back on track after this fever dream of weirdness that we just experienced. You're welcome. Um, so, uh, being mm-hmm. someone who was raised with manners, ladies first, please. Uh, okay. What, what would be... Here, we'll do this. Make it organized. Okay. What is the least weird camping story you have? Like one that most people could relate to. Let's, throw, let's start... We'll throw them a softball. Slow pitch. I don't have them. You oh, don't no, have- I lie, I lie. No, okay. So when I grew my mom is um, a housekeeper, and for a while she was a nanny. Okay. So, like, the family that she was a nanny for basically, like, adopted me as their older daughter, right? Meaning that when they would go on vacations, I would go with them. 
Um, they It was never with the expectation that, like, as the help's child, I would become the help. No, I was literally, like, like a cousin to these kids, you know? I was kind of waiting for it to be, like, everyone's, like, having sandwiches, and you get the last sandwich, and they're like, oh, don't forget to feed the help. Yeah, right? <laughs> no, never like that. They were great, you know, like, always kept me, like, I felt that I was part of this family. Right. Genuinely. Um, so they would all, like, everyone from that family, they all, in the aughts as they're called now um how dare you they, <laughs> listen i'm a millennial on tiktok all right i know what the kids are calling it i don't know anything that, that'll be an episode for another day i just want you to know that i work with a bunch of younger millennials and they all refer to me now as the ancient uh-huh. yeah because oh, we're geriatric millennials but I i'm 31 and they're like eli you're 41 right i'm like go yeah, to hell number mm-hmm. one number two yeah, yes yeah, yeah, yeah. okay for sure um <laughs> call me when like you know how to handle a calculator. Yeah, right. Anyway, so they all had RVs, and every summer they would, like, park their RV at this, like, RV place in the Keys. So they, I would go with them for, like, months at a time um, in the summer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, or, like, every weekend, just depending on what, they, what their vacation looked like that year. For those of you who are too young to know this, Back in the good old days, so Mm -hmm. the 90s and early 2000s, Mm -hmm. our summer vacations were three and a half months long. Yeah. We finished school in June at the end of the school year, and our asses didn't come back till like September 25th or some lunacy like that. We were gone for it. When we came back, we were functionally retarded. Like, we had no idea (laughs) what we were like. Reading, what's that? What what a word. That sign can't stop me. I can't even read. (laughs) Yep. Uh huh. So. I would go on vacations with them, and um, that was the most, like, normal camping I had, right? Because we were in an RV, and, like, they, there's a whole community. They would go um, to Sunshine Camping and RV Resort. Or I know exactly where it is. Uh-huh, like, right yeah. after the Seven Mile Bridge, right? Mm-hmm. So all the weird stuff you experience is either, like, getting there or coming back. You don't experience and that's, it And there. sometimes that's half the fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that place was great. Um, and they would set up parties for like everybody and and all of that. So that was the most normal. Those were like the incident free camping stories. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those are more like, oh my god, this one person almost drowned. Like, oh okay, that yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not That's scary, normal. but like it's just normal. It's what okay. happens because you know, like you're leaving a bunch of thirteen year olds to their own devices, and a lot of them had younger siblings, which meant someone was going to probably like experience a drowning. Yeah. I mean, not a fatal one, mind yeah, you. Yeah, not a fatal like, one. Everybody was fine. Everybody's fine. We you, all knew how to swim, really. Yeah. Listen, you live in a, you grew up in a peninsula like Florida, especially in a place like Miami where there's canals, lakes, mm-hmm. rivers. Mm-hmm. I mean, like two foot deep puddles when it rains. You learn how to not yeah. drown pretty fast. And also you learn how to not be afraid. You learn how to not be afraid uh, of going into a body of water at night. Yeah. Because this place had like a little, one of those like, what is it? I don't know, like a little, like a tidal pool. No, like a little deck, like in the harbor. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The right? like the boat decks. Yeah, so you would like go out there at night and then like you know just dangle your feet. Yeah, or jump in. I mean, the sharks aren't there. The, the worst thing you'll have is maybe like seaweed or something that tickles your foot, and you're like, ah, Jason. Yeah. And then you jump out of the water and realize and that he's yeah, he's not fine. in the ocean. You're good. Um, so everything else has kind of happened. On other camping trips? Like as an adult? Or a child. Because really? my, my parents were prone, or my dad specifically. Um, he, when he feels restless, his, like, way of dealing with it was just, like, to hop in the car and, like, we're going to Orlando. Or, like, we're going to, like, St. Augustine. Like, arbitrarily at 3 in the morning with no planning? No planning. You didn't Which have time to pack? everything. 
No, he would look at my mom and be like, pack a bag. Like, just put some clothes and underwear. Like, I, I got to get out. Like, Yeah, we were going. We're going. And I, like when I said earlier, like waking up at like four in the morning and your parents are like, we're in the keys now. And you're like, I'm sorry. Last I checked, I was, I was in my um, bed. I was in my bed. I was asleep. How did you, how? Was I kidnapped? I mean, that was, yeah, that that's was practice for that's being kidnapped. You, that's how you feel. Yeah. And I thankfully um, never had that. My parents were like pathological planners. No. Well, my, my mom is my dad. My mom know. more so than my father, but my father knows better and that's why he's lived so long. So, you know. Happy wife, yeah, happy uh-huh, life. Uh-huh. No, Again, for for the for the youth listening, you know, keep your keep your spouse uh, of, of any gender. Really, I mean, just yeah, yeah, yeah. whoever has the wife role in that relationship, mm-hmm. gay or straight, keep that person happy. Yeah, yeah because uh, it'll keep you alive and also less stress. One hundred percent. Like teamwork makes the dream work. You have to trust yeah. it. Also, you know, you won't get stabbed, which is very important. One hundred percent. Nobody ever wants to get stabbed. No one. So. um yeah, so things that can be explained, right? Like waking up four in the morning, mm-hmm. you no know, like Yeah, mom I would and dad kidnapped me. I would wake up to them like fishing from like the bridge, so they weren't even there with me. <laughs> so I would it's wake like, up She's in asleep. the car. Yes. Yeah, I would wake up in the car. We gotta catch lunch. <laughs> and I never had the reaction of like I'm not a person that when they're scared they scream. Mm-hmm. I just like okay, I guess I have to get out of the car now. Do you internalize? And, yeah, and I would just like. Look for my parents, and I'm like, why did you leave me alone? And they're like, oh, because you were sleeping. Like, you're fine. Um, so I would find them fishing, and then, of course, right, like, your kid brain, you see something, like, come out of the of the ocean. The water, right. um, and I'm like, oh, my God. They caught a sea like, serpent. Or yeah. something, or, like, aliens. Of scary, course. You know, because you're still trying yeah. to wake up. Um, so all of those, like, as a kid can be explained through you're waking up, you're scared. Sure. You can't really explain it. Uh, other things that have happened as an adult are being camping and then like looking up and you see things move. Sure. You know, which could be UFO or it could be a shooting star or satellite or satellite. Yeah. 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 Um, I've seen plenty of, uh, stars that make weird movements, right? Where they're stationary and then, and then they, they like, zigzag move. and leave. Yeah. Um, my dad's been the one that has had like encounters, quote unquote, of which kind? Uh, oh, maybe the extraterrestrial kind. Well, I mean, which like, can be explained, right? It's things so that like, you can't explain. So, like, I'm like a big into UFOs because I'm I'm weird like that, and I totally believe that aliens are real. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I mean, honestly, like, talk just like look, just go on NASA's like Instagram mm-hmm. and look at or Hubble's Instagram. I'm sorry, because the fucking yeah. satellite has its own Instagram page, and look at the photos yeah tell me that we're alone well my favorite is uh how the pentagon last year released that like oh the gimbal footage and the tic-tac stuff yeah, yeah. i mean the, it was really just them talking about how that program uh aa tip was uh was active for a little while and yeah. still like getting you know their their, yeah. their federal funding which is nothing they were getting like i think like 10 million dollars a year which mm-hmm. is nothing i mean there, there's a line in the movie armageddon masterpiece by the way thank you michael bay come on the show michael bay um <laughs> Just DM him. I will. I probably should. Um, there's a uh, there's a line in that movie where uh, Billy Bob Thornton is explaining that they just discovered this massive asteroid mm-hmm. to the president. And the president mm-hmm. is like, we didn't see this coming. And he's like, well, our 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 collision budget for monitoring the sky is about a million dollars a year. And he's like, I'm so, I was like, what was it like? Pardon me, Mr. President, but it's a big ass sky. And it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's a huge sky. Like, I think the last time... Uh, have you ever seen the Hubble uh, Hubble uh, Deep Field or Deep? I think no. it's called like Deep View Photo. Mm-hmm. Hubble basically like they told Hubble to stare at like I think it was like one square inch or some shit like that of the sky 
focus and leave the lens open for as long as like it, it could. mechanically could and then close the lens really slowly just take in as much light yeah. as you possibly can it is a cacophony of galaxies oh my God, not stars beautiful. galaxies like just like ours Jeez. everywhere like stars in the sky but galaxies yeah. and if you think about how many stars alone exist in our galaxy mm-hmm. like how many mathematically we can kind of guarantee and then realize that if you average out and say, okay, fine, for the sake of the argument, every galaxy in that photo has the exact amount of stars and planets that we have, you mean we're the only ones? There's no way. There's no way that we're the only ones. I'm not saying that, I'm not saying that, one, one, okay, so how, how, let, me, let me rephrase this. When I say, are you, are you asking, or are you saying, are we the only ones? I don't mean like, do you really think that there's only one civilization that has like developed space yeah. travel? No. Imagine how many others of us are at our same technological or evolutionary boundary right now. Mm -hmm. We're like, we can go into like inner space. Like we can view like a moon or something like that. But we can't like travel between planets yet. No. How many of them exist out there that are just like us? Mm -hmm. That they have their own space telescopes. They have, you know, radio telescopes. And they're like, whatever, dog. We just, we don't have the technology yet to get from planet to planet. Yeah. But then think about how many of them do. Yeah. And they're just like, well, we just explore the cosmos. There it is. Oh my goodness. It's beautiful. If you just zoom in, because that's the whole fun of that photo. As you zoom in, you just see more and more galaxies and it goes on forever. Yeah. All of those are galaxies. Every dot of light you see there is a galaxy, not a star. That's just so beautiful. Like, Mm -hmm. well, it shows the vastness, like the, that we're nothing. No, we're, I mean, Carl Sagan said it. We're a, mm-hmm. we're a, a, a pale blue dot. We're a yeah. mode of dust in a sunbeam. He actually died on my actual birthday. Did he really? Yeah, like my legit birthday. Like, like the, day the day that I, you were born. The day I was born. On the year. Yeah, yeah, Wow. He died. You are reincarnated Carl Sagan. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. He might have died that morning. I was born in the evening, so Coño. I am Carl Sagan. Wow. <laughs> you are Carl. Ladies and gentlemen, Carl Sagan. Uh, thank you for having me. <laughs> glad you could join us carl yeah, yeah um so yeah like i i You've wholeheartedly stuff like yeah i wholeheartedly around. believe that like there's stuff out there there's people out there whatever they look like that's beyond me i maybe it's like in men in black right like we live among them but like yeah. we don't see them well so i was asking if like when i said like what um what kind or what category your dad had had because there's an actual like um, so, like, encounters have certain kinds, right? Oh, so, like, yeah. that movie, like, Encounter yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever oh, kind, kind of gun. Um, there's a scale. Oh, I so, didn't know like, there's a scale? Yeah, there's a scale that measures. So, like, I think, I forget which direction it goes in. If it's, like, the smaller number or larger number. I think, a, I think a, an encounter of the first kind, I think, mm-hmm. is, like, what you and I have experienced. Where we've seen, like, a point of light in the sky at night move in an unnormal fashion or unnatural fashion. And mm-hmm. we're like, oh, okay. So, like we encountered a thing that we cannot explain, mm-hmm. but that's about it. And then I think as you get higher in number, you eventually reach a point where you have, you have now had terrestrial one-on-one contact with an alien entity. Okay. Right. Um, I think that's like encounter of like the fifth or sixth kind or something like that. The scale has adjusted over time. Mm-hmm. I forget what the hell it's called. Um, but that's yeah. why I was asking like, has your dad met? Like, has he claimed he to have met. met? Or has he been like, I've seen a spaceship. So here's here's his encounter, right? Because I love these stories. Oh, I live yeah, for this shit. Great. <laughs> so uh, I guess uh, spooky campfire story number one. Okay. So when he lived in Cuba, um, it's very normal that you walk from place to place, right? Because transportation is not, very, it's not reliable yeah. or much less like 
during that time. Mm-hmm. Um, it just didn't happen, and we come from a rural area. So it was him and our cousin, and they were walking to see, like, my fa- my mom's side of the family. And it was super dark, as it tends to be on the island. Um, and my dad says that he, they see a light, so they're like, oh, it could be a car. We're going to try to hitch a ride. So they kind of start, like... Um, like trying to flash right like so that if the light is flashing at them they can be seen so that they can pick them up right okay and my dad says that he starts seeing the light like speed toward them but it's not like the light never touches the ground it's kind of just like floating in space like like it's not it's above the, the ground yeah right. like it's above the ground and that of course right being in his early 20s that like, he looks at my cousin he's like oh yeah like look at this and that this is the part where, like, his cousin told him what happened, mm-hmm. which is my dad stepped into the light, and then the light just, like, shone him, but my cousin says that it's, like, as if he could see through my dad. And then the light left, but my dad can't remember stepping into the light. Which is pretty normal with a lot of those encounters. People rem- people usually report either lost time or, like, like you know, amne- like retrograde amnesia mm-hmm. where they don't remember anything about it, um, or just straight up, like, no, I have no recollection of any of that. Yeah. Like, so, I, I remember seeing the thing, and then I remember talking about it, but everything in between is just blank. Yep. And it's and the story has never changed throughout the years. You know, like, things right. that you... That's bonkers. How old I, was he? My dad was, like... I, was, I wasn't born yet. So, my dad was, like, 22, 23. I think you told me earlier, like, off uh, off mm-hmm. mic, that your dad is... He's, like, in his, like, early 50s now? Mid-50s. Mid-50s? Yeah, so, this yeah, is, yeah. like, about, like, our time. Like, right before you were born then, no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right before I was born. Damn. Um... And I've heard this story my whole life. What's crazy is that, you know, like, and, and being here in South Florida and being like, you know, kids of, of Cuban immigrants mm-hmm. and stuff, I feel like that's one of those like unspoken, like locales, like where you really don't hear a lot about UFO stories coming from Cuba. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if we interviewed people over there, you'd get some yeah. wild stories about shit yeah. because they don't have enough infrastructure out there to have like crazy amounts of light pollution or anything like mm-hmm. that. So the yeah, stuff that they must see sometimes. Yep. And not talk about it because yep. that like there's. Uh, How do you explain it? How do you explain you it? Because you know a lot of like what's within our culture is like you make fun of people, <laughs> right? Exactly. When they're like kind of trying to tell you like I saw this, it freaked me out, and then they're like no, you're crazy. Yeah, you're being an idiot. idiot. Jason Soda. <laughs> Damn it! Well, there's 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 Lacroix in the fridge. Grab one. <laughs> um, and our cousin, um whenever i've tried to talk to him like i've been like hey my dad has always told me the story like whenever i've gone back home because he still lives in cuba um i'm like my dad has told me the story like my whole life but he always says that like he this is the part that he doesn't remember and he's like oh yeah i can tell you to this day because i i can feel it i can see it and i can feel it and he's like and i hate talking about it really like it scares him or it just like he just doesn't he gets a bad feeling about it. Um, I think it's more he gets a bad feeling just because like they were alone in the middle of a road and there was nothing like they both saw the light. But my dad was the only one that stepped into the light and the light was gone. And, and your dad never had any effects. He didn't get like burned or weird marks or anything. He didn't have like bad nightmares. Nothing. No, no it just kind of really made my dad into like a believer. He was like, well, okay, I guess we're not alone then. Yeah, 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 100%. And um, my dad is one that, like, easily believes, like, conspiracy theories. Oh, my so, father as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love yeah. you, Dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. My dad, I, I like, I love him, but he spends, in his retirement, a lot of time on YouTube. And I worry about the things that he sees on there sometimes. Cause, 100%. Yeah, that's your dad, too? Yeah. Yeah, they should form a group. Yeah, I hate that he discovered YouTube. 
Yeah, no, it's probably one of the worst things ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is weird because like I grew up with my dad being really into like golf and fishing and jazz, like boring old people stuff. And then conspiracy theories. He, yeah, it it went from that to I'm retired. Ergo, lizard people are real. Yeah, so uh-huh. you know. And mind you, my dad is like, okay, hold on, disclaimer. I know I never talk about politics on here, so I this is contextual. Okay, this is not about the show, so relax all of you i can already hear you people <laughs> screaming at the top of your lungs in the car don't hit me it's abuse we have guests um i witness it my dad is yeah thank you see i have a witness now <laughs> she'll testify um my dad is in her favor i hate both of you <laughs> that's her hitting you now see it goes both ways equal lefts and rights it's okay um my dad is pretty democratic you know he's mm-hmm. he's very liberal mm-hmm. and he's common sense liberal mm-hmm. right so yeah, to yeah, him yeah. it's just like no, there's there's like there's certain laws that you have to have and there's certain forms of government that you have to have to make things work. And mm-hmm. he's super not Republican at all, right? But yet some of the conspiracy theories that he's told me that he watches, I'm like, Dad, that's like some borderline like Q like level shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, don't let's not talk about that because I'm just I have I have a uh, like a need to throw you through a window when you say certain things like that. Like, please don't. I feel like if my dad <laughs> had gotten here like five years before we got here, mm-hmm. um, he would totally be these people that like visits area 51 and like stands at the gate and is like let, let us in, in. Yeah. show me the aliens and mm-hmm. i have to be like papi that's not where they keep the aliens. i believe though. them too but yeah but that's not where they keep them though but if we're being honest they're kept at the stock room at a walmart like 100 percent. if you've seen the fucking sewer mutants that walk out of there sometimes you're like you can't be human without right? a doubt yeah. things are never that easy to find when yeah. they're trying to hide a lot of stuff also no apologies to the stock people who work overnight at walmart you know exactly what you look like please take care of yourself a haircut and a shower is not going to kill you yes please right? thank like, you come on i appreciate it we all appreciate it your body will thank you yeah because every time i have to walk along the back wall and one of you fucking mutants walks out of that back door give me a fucking heart attack all right please <laughs> for the love of god a haircut would not kill a bath wouldn't kill you i'll hose you down in the back I have a bath. How nice. I haven't um, had a bath since I was a child. Oh. My parents used to have this baller, like, like Roman style, like bathtub at our old house. And once in a while, I'd be like, time for a bath. I'm going to take a bath. I don't need one, but I'm going to take a bath just because mm. it's fun. Yeah. And then hop nice. into the shower, rinse everything off and, you know, mm-hmm. go about your life. But I haven't had a good bath in a while. The thing is that I'm tall. So, like, I don't fit into these, like, regular bathtubs yeah. that are, like, bathtub shower combos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just feel like I'm a sardine in there. Yeah. I don't like it. If I had like a big bathtub, yeah, all right. For sure. We're bathing all the time now. I mean, even for me, I'm like, I'm average size. Um, it's still a pain to take a bath. Is it it's kinda cramped. Yeah. Like yeah, I shouldn't have to I should never have to bathe in such a way where my knees are touching my face. Ever. You know? You really shouldn't. Ever. Also, like if you think about a bathing kinda gross. You're just, you're just you're marinating it's body soup. Yeah, you're marinating in your own body soup and that's gross. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I understand you have soap in there, but that's what the shower's for. Yeah, it's body soup. Also, showers are really nice with all the steam and you're like, mm, this is nice. I like mm-hmm. this. And just lather up, clean yeah. myself. I also bathe, if you couldn't guess by all the steam, I bathe at 4,000 degrees Kelvin. Like lead melts at yep. the temperature which I shower. Yep. It's, I love it. Yeah. I also need, like I require my showers to have enough water pressure to sandblast dead skin off of me. Mm-hmm. Um, so for those of you that are into these wussy sort of like teardrop pressure cold showers no nah Mm-mm. get out of here with that weak shit yeah. i want to be pressure washed by a hose of lava yeah it's the and only if, way i operate uh, 
the moment I feel a change in the water pressure, I look at my husband and I go, we got to fix it. Yeah, instantly. Or I'll just try to make it hotter. I'll be like, no, nope, unacceptable. Yeah, no, no, no. I basically, I get in at a temperature that's comfortable. And then as I acclimate, I make the water hotter and hotter and hotter until it makes my skin red. And I'm like, and that's the limit. Yeah, yeah, right there good. is. Well, you start to feel, slightly feel arthritis. That's where you're like, all right, cool. We got to cool it down. A you little know? bit, yeah. Um, Yeah, whenever Michael tries to like. Tell me, I need, to, I need to like relax with my hot showers. I look mm-hmm. at him and I go, you don't know what it's like to not have a shower. So you need to relax and let me shower hard. Yeah, you living the life of luxury. Okay. American. You, you got to use like your immigrant trauma every so often. <laughs> just you just pull you it gotta, right out. Be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I come from a third world country. Yeah, Leave me yeah. alone. Well, when I took him to Cuba. Um, You've never bathed the bucket. Don't he, speak to me. I was like, you know, remember like the little bucket with like the thing. He's like, yeah, I've gone camping before. And Mijo. I look at him and I go, that is so condescending. <laughs> My family doesn't bathe like this because they've gone camping. Yeah, this far. isn't quaint, you <laughs> fucking dick. Like, <laughs> sorry, Mike, you're not a dick. I love you. He kind of is. He kind of is. But also, it's like, a dick thing to say. <laughs> I've gone camping before. I've gone camping before. Yeah, like, you've gone camping before. Okay. Well, now, now I'm like, now I'm gonna dump you here. Yeah. For like a month. Good luck. You sleep outside. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Enjoy el campo. Like, legit. Legit. No, it was great. It was great. So of course, uh, I said the story to my family. Right. And uh, the week and a half that we were there, all they did was make fun of him. Good. As they as should. should. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. the way. So never again. Never again. Exactly. Uh, but back to camping. So yes. tell me uh, uh, one of your... Well, I'll meet your uh, your story, your UFO story, because mm-hmm. I have the one that I have. Okay. Um, by the way, folks, I found out what the scale was called. It's called the Heineck scale of encounters. Um, Too close to Heineck. Yeah, but it's named after J. Allen Heineck, mm-hmm. and he was... You know, very smart man. But yes, well, very yeah. close to Heimlich. I wouldn't I wouldn't expect them to like name it after someone that like barely passed high school. Yeah, no, I mean this guy was actually a really smart astronomer. It's not like the yeah. Steve scale of encounters. I mean <laughs> I would love that. The Steve the scale The Steve scale of encounters. <laughs> actually, if anyone I feel like that would experience like UFOs would be a Joe. The Joe encounter of yeah. the Joe the Joe scale of encounters. Yeah. The first one, uh, the close encounters of the first kind, is a visual sighting of an of, of an unidentified flying object that is less than 500 feet away, uh, mm. and that shows an appreciable angular extension and considerable detail. So basically, being able to tell that it's a craft. Yeah. What you and I saw doesn't even no. like register on the scale. No, no. Um, the second kind is a UFO event in which the physical effect is alleged. This can be interference. In the functioning of a vehicle or electronic device, animals reacting, a physiological effect such as paralysis or heat and discomfort, um, physical traces like uh, impressions on the ground, scorched or otherwise, and affected vegetation. And then there's the third kind, uh, is which an animated entity is present. This includes humanoids, robots, and humans who seem to be occupants or pilots of a UFO. Okay. So I'm guessing that your dad probably had something between a first and second kind yeah. of an encounter. He had a... 1.5 encounter. 1.5 encounter, yeah. yeah 100%. Encounter of the 1.5 kind. 1.8th. One, one and one sixteenth kind encounter. <laughs> Got it. Um, no, mine would have been like not even one and anything. Oh. Mine was like one 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 fifty eighth of an encounter. So you, you haven't heard of the negative encounters of those guys? No, never. No. Negative 1.9. That's what I had. <laughs> uh, so we went camping when I was 16 one time to Flamingo Key. I've never been there. Flamingo Key is very, very nice. I believe it's in the Keys. Oh, okay. hence the name. Well, um, we have keys that are not in the parts. keys. Uh-huh. I know. Yeah, I was yeah, being yeah. a condescending asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard Mike do it, and I was like, "He can't be the only one." <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get in on this. So <laughs> we went camping to this place called Flamingo Key, and it was uh, my parents, myself, 
my godmother and her family and some family friends of ours, Rick and Denise. And Rick brought his daughter, who I was friends with okay. at the time. And we were all camping, hanging out. And uh, it was a mixture of tent camping and RV camping, right? Um, so my godmother had an RV and I was sleeping in there or whatever. And some of the rest of us were, I think, um, I think my parents had brought their trailer, like their fifth wheel. And then okay. some other people were tent camping. And it was nice. It was great. The weather was fantastic. I think we were there like in October or, or November. Um, and it was very pleasant. There are very little mosquitoes outside. Um, it's very flat and you're very close to the ocean. Um, but it's not like a beach. It's like the grasslands of the Everglades just met the shore and that's it. There's no sand. It's uh. just reeds. Right. And one night, like the second or third night, there's a, um, there's like a paved like road that mm-hmm. encircles the campground. Right. And we would just walk and talk shit at night. Cause that's what you did at 16 years old. Right. And, I've always been the baby in my family. So at an early age, I had to kind of get on everybody else's level on the adults if I wanted their attention. Mm-hmm. So I learned very early on how to make conversation with adults or how to be a part of a more adult conversation. I feel that. Right. And one night we're walking and you can see a million stars out there because mm-hmm. there's no light pollution out there mm-hmm. and it's gorgeous. Okay. And I'm looking up or whatever as, as we're walking and finally, we get back to the campsite, and I was like, ooh, snack time. And we sit down, grab some snacks, and we're talking, just looking up at the stars. And I see this one star that starts to move, right? And it's not really like a star star. It was just a, a point of light in the sky. Yeah. For those of you that haven't seen this, by the way, not not the UFO thing, just like the night sky with a lot of stars, mm-hmm. um, it's not like it is on Instagram where like these people go out to the middle of the desert, and you see like, oh, that's the edge of the Milky Way galaxy. It doesn't always look like that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it literally looks like a like a like a dark like a black sheet mm-hmm. that's been covered in diamonds, mm-hmm. right? That's all it looks like. There's no moon. There's nothing. Just stars. Yep. And a lot of those are planets, by the way. Um, so I see this one point of light, and it kind of starts to move across the horizon, but I don't remember seeing it not move. So it could have been moving the whole time, and I was like, oh, maybe it's a satellite, right? At this point, by the way, at 16 years old, I know a lot about aircraft and spacecraft because it's kind of my bag at that point. Like, I'm really into, like, fighter jet video games and Mm. reading about them and all that stuff. Uh. So, like, I can identify a lot of stuff at that point in my life. And I see just this, like, glowing little dot. It wasn't particularly luminescent. It didn't, like, outshine the stuff around it. It looked like all the other things that were near it. And it started to move across the horizon. And then it stopped. Mm. And went the opposite way, but at a different angle, right? Okay. So it kind of made like sort of, it, it ended up making sort of like an acute triangle, mm-hmm. right? And then eventually it accelerated out of view, but at a rate of speed that almost made it look like it blinked out of existence. But I saw it go slow and then faster and faster and faster until it just disappeared off into space or wherever it is that it went. Yeah. And I didn't say anything to anybody around me because I wasn't like, Hey, did you guys see that UFO that just flew off into the <laughs> into the, the blackness of space? I just sort of made like this quiet, solemn, like, mm-hmm, yep, saw that. And didn't tell anybody about it for years until it came up in conversation with some friends. And I was like, oh, yeah, I think I saw a UFO one time. And they were like, KK, what? You saw what? And I was like, yeah, let me explain. <laughs> and they were like, bro, what if that was a satellite? And I go, satellites don't make right angle turns, homeboy. That's not how that works. And they don't accelerate. 
like that. They don't yeah. just like bounce off the atmosphere and go, okay, now I'm doing 39,000 miles an hour. <laughs> look Enjoy. what I could do. Yeah. Look at me. Look at me. They don't do that. And so like. <laughs> you know what I thought about? Another TikTok. What? Fast as fuck boy. <laughs> fast as fuck boy. So fucking fast. Yeah. <laughs> Legit. So <laughs> this thing just vanished into the blackness of space. Never to be seen again. Right. Great. Um, I got so wrapped up in this that when I got home, I got on my computer and I started looking at the time that we were there, like the whole weekend that we were there, which is like a four day weekend. Mm -hmm. And I was looking at NASA's launch schedules. I was looking at Homestead Air Force Base to see if there was anything out there that was supposed to be happening. You like really went for it. Because I wanted to rule stuff out because at my heart, I'm a skeptic, Mm -hmm. right? I try to look at the scientific, like logical conclusion. And I do the same thing with ghosts and spirits and Bigfoot and all that stuff. Like most of my conclusions are based in science, right? Like I believe in ghosts and spirits, but I also believe that they are a form of energy and like other forms of energy, as long as you don't interact with them in any way, then they don't have an interaction or an effect on you, yeah. right? It's like a stove. You turn on a stove and it's hot, yeah. right? The stove is there. It exists. You know it's producing heat. But you're never going to actually experience anything unless you put your hand on it and burn yourself, correct? Yep. Same thing with spirits. I believe that they're real and they exist because I think that there's some, some type of afterlife. But as long as I don't acknowledge them or interact with them, they don't bother me. It's not a thing I have to deal with. Mm-hmm. Bigfoot, right? People are like, it's a mystical creature and it can teleport and do all this. And I'm like... I don't see it as anything different from lowland or highland silverback gorillas that for a long time people didn't think were real until somebody went and fucking found one. And it's the same thing. Also, like, guys, listen, is it really that implausible to think that there is a large primate living in North America? Really? Have you seen how big the wilderness in Canada is and how much of it is unexplored? Mm -hmm. We have national forests that are measured in the millions of acres and they're uninhabited by humans. I mean, we talked about Appalachia. Yeah. And groups of people that... Who are potentially cannibals. I mean, Yeah, it's and not, that, like, we don't know... We don't know what's out there. Yeah, um, what's... So, uh, to be apolitical, I guess, in a way. But it's like, they haven't been discovered, and but how can you discover a group of people that have always been there? So they're not, like, classified as a... Exactly. As a... As a Culture, but it, it, no, but they'd, be, they'd essentially be our version, albeit a lot scarier, but they'd be our version of uncontacted Amazonian tribes. Mm-hmm. We're pretty sure statistically some of them exist, but by virtue of being uncontacted, we mm-hmm. don't know if they exist or not. We just presume using math and science that, hey, you know what? The numbers on our, are, 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 are on our side that they're there. Yeah. You know? Um, so for me, it's not really un- implausible that aliens exist Mm -hmm. because the vastness of our universe dictates that the math is on our side, that we're not the only ones. I mean, the law of averages dictates that biology has to have created some other at bare minimum, another carbon based life form like us. At least, at least it, I mean, we've already shown that life can exist in the most of adverse conditions ever. And sometimes it's not even carbon based. Mm -hmm. There is possibility for life that is not Mm -hmm. years ago. I remember reading the story that nobody ever brought up, that some scientists found bacteria living in barrels of arsenic in Los Angeles in a port somewhere. And it was like arsenic is one of the most toxic, life-killing ending substances known to man. And they found bacteria that was thriving inside of barrels of arsenic. Mm -hmm. If that can survive there, and there are sea creatures that live next to volcanic vents Mm -hmm. miles underwater under all that pressure and heat, 
Really, dog? You mean to tell me that there isn't some other planet that harbors similar life that's close to a, a single or binary star system that has water and vegetation and technology and rocks and all this bullshit? Or also the thing that, like, we have to be it and we're the smartest. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's a pride thing in our monkey that... brain that's like, of course we're the best that's out there. Like, no, at best, we're one of the more interesting carbon-based life forms, but... We're monkeys that can sort of figure out how to move rockets up and down. Mm-hmm. But that's about it. Like, I'm I'm all for the zoo hypothesis. The, have you ever What's heard that? this? So there's a lot of hypotheses about why, hypothesis about why we haven't been contacted by other, like, extraterrestrial life. Uh, okay. And the two of them that I pay most attention to are the zoo hypothesis and the uncontacted tribe one. The zoo hypothesis being that there are multiple galactic civilizations Mm -hmm. that are way more advanced like they'd be sufficiently advanced past us that it would look like magic okay not even technology we'd just be like that's magic yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, because we can't explain it right there's nothing in our science that quantifies what they can Mm -hmm. do right um and the theory goes that it's like a zoo they see us like zoo animals they're like oh they're on they're these like primates these like creatures that Mm -hmm. live on this backwater world and, like, it's kind of cute. They can put stuff into orbit, and they've figured out how to visit their moon once. Like, all right, cool. But outside of that, like, the most impressive thing they've done is detonate a nuclear bomb. Mm. You know, so they've discovered fission. They know what atoms are. Cool. Good for them. But they can barely get off of their own planet. All they've done is send out probes. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Just leave them alone. It's a cool attraction to come visit every now and again. We'll see how they're progressing over the next 10,000 years, right? So uh, what you're saying is that Earth is the Florida. <laughs> We are the Florida of our galaxy. galaxy. Don't go there. Like weird (laughs) things happen there. You're not prepared. That's why they don't land and ever interact with because we might eat them. They're like, ooh. I don't, you know, I'll look at them from up there. We land, take a photo at night. Like, "Uh, Bob, have you heard of uh, the Florida man? Let me show you. Let me (laughs) me show you their Instagram. Here you go. You're not ready for this. Um, And then the other one is the uncontacted tribe. That we are literally a galactic civilization. Or we're part, we're part of a galactic civilization, but we're an uncontacted tribe. Like, people know we're here, mm-hmm. but it's a hands-off thing. They're like, you cannot interfere with them because you're going to throw off their whole evolutionary pattern, right? You need Ooh. to let them do it in a vacuum. Oh, that's beautiful. Which it is, but at the same time, I see how we treat the planet, and I'm like, just mm, a little bit of intervention would be nice. Yeah. Like, come and show us how to perfect solar panels. Not even wind stuff, solar panels. That's all I need, dog. If we can figure that out, I think we have a chance. Because otherwise, honestly, we're dead in 100 years. Yeah, for sure. Like, for sure. the planet's just going to turn into Venus. Like To be fair, we won't be here in 100 years, so I don't... I know, but you know what? That's the no, same... No, I care, but I care. I care. I care about the Again, try not, to be, try not to be political. That's the same problem we have right now with old people in government. Yeah, no, no, They're no, no, like, no. I'm not going to live long no, no, enough. I care. It's your problem. I care. I care. I know you do. I know I you do. I can tell. But 100%. It's by the amount of water you drink. Is it the lack drink. of hair? No, it's the amount of water you drink. No. Yeah. Oh, should I just make the, the noise of my water? Just, just a hoggle of water. Like, no. Oh, because it's quiet. No, but you can, Look at you, you, know, you can hit the duck. Do it. Yeah. I want you to know that's like a half gallon of water that this uh-huh. woman carries around. Like she it's travels a, the fucking Kalahari desert. 64 on the ounces, deal. baby. 
That's more water than exists in a baby. Like, listen, I'm trying to overcompensate for all my years living in Cuba. I know, but dark. Like, there's gonna be a point where you're just gonna piss away all the nutrients in your brain. Like, have a soda once in a while, please. I you, do, I do. You live in America. You can have these things now. I do. I have a soda every so often. Welcome to the United um, States. Of listen, Coca Cola. You Let's, might have to make me another cup of coffee. I am just as bad. I it's it was delicious. I'm, 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 if all else fails, you can sell your coffee. I mean, I could, but then I'd be a rep for Dunkin' Donuts. There's worse things people I mean, have done. There, yeah. I mean, listen, America does Dunkin', so see, come on the show, Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> Bring donuts. I really want a donut now. I'm hungry, by the way. I had yeah. breakfast at like eight in the morning. Okay, so I didn't. So that explains the. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not that hungry. I'm I'll, hold, eat, I'm I'll a, eat though. Regardless. I'm holding back the hangry. Okay, wait, wait, wait. But more stories. Okay, I yeah. Just want more so, story. um, this is like, okay, so this is my Bigfoot story. Oh so my god. One. Is it in Florida? Did you see Bigfoot? No, in this is actually North Carolina. Oh, yeah, 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 real, real live Bigfoot country, right? Oh. Um, also, side note: anytime Millie and I go on a on a road trip, I annoy her a lot because anytime we get to like Central Florida and we start seeing the woods, <laughs> I'll be driving and I'll be like, "Baby," and she's like, "What?" I'm like, "There's Bigfoot in them woods. I know it." Like, and she'll just look at me like, "I'm different." Like, I don't. We're not even married, and I want a divorce. Like, just pull over right now and just go home. I look like, at Michael and I'm like. Just imagine how many dead bodies are buried here. That will we never say that be too, found. though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They will never be found. But if you think about it, like if you killed someone or took someone to a remote enough area and deposited their mm-hmm. body, deposited like it's a fucking like it's a check. If you disposed <laughs> if you, of their if body, you go to the forest bank and just be like, "I'd like to make one deposit, please." Cadaver, one human remain. That's it. If you did it in a remote enough place and never said anything. Mm-hmm. By the way, that's Deuce freaking out because mm. he is being deprived of social interaction right I now. I know. Thing is, with the studio pups, like, and with all these cables, he might like trip yeah. and disconnect it, and we're ruined. Um. Anyways, I, again, somebody was mentioning. I don't remember. I think it was on Reddit or something like that. That somebody had brought up that point. They're like, if you did it somewhere remote enough and never said anything and didn't have any reason to be suspicious, yeah. you get away with murder like twice a week. Yep, at least. At least, mm-hmm. bare minimum. You know, mm-hmm. kill two people a week, dispose of them in the woods somewhere, and be like, mm, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. And the thing is, you wouldn't even have to dispose of anybody. You could just leave them to the to, to nature. Nature will take care of it. Yep. Nature sure, takes care not? of everything. There was a guy online that was saying, he's like, he's like, guys, don't take this as an indication that I've killed anybody and disposed <laughs> of their body. But if you're ever going to do it in a forest, try to find someone that has a, a somewhere that has a big enough opening in the canopy that mm-hmm. vultures can get in there and do some of the work. Yep. But otherwise, like, dude, you're fine. Like, a body does not take as long to decompose as some people think it does. Mm-hmm. But anyways, I digress. Bigfoot. M- many, many moons ago when I was a much younger, younger man, um, we went to North Carolina to go spend, I think it was like 10 days in the mountains. Okay. Right? And if memory serves correctly, we had rented a house from a guy and we got there and it was again, my parents, myself, my sisters and my godmother and her family. Okay. Right. Um, she was, she's always being like our ride or die for camping. Right. Um, we all need those. Yeah, we all no. need that. Like, no, but yeah, also shout that. out, shout out to my godmother Sulema because she's like my second mom. Okay. Know? But every Sulema I've ever met, always the best person. The greatest human beings on earth are called Sulema. Always. Hands down. So shout out to my godmother. I love you more than life itself. Mwah. So we all got together and went to go rent this house. And I think 
that when we got there or like the that morning or something, the hot water died. Like there was no hot water in the house. Great. Okay. And they called the homeowner and they're like, yo, there's no hot water. This is ludicrous. And the guy was like, oh, let me check. It's like a pipe had burst or whatever. And I like looking back on it now, I kind of feel bad for the guy because I think my parents were like, yeah, we want our deposit back because we're not staying here. And I don't know what agreement they came to, but basically we found another place to stay. Okay. Because it was going to be a while until the hot water was working again. Mm. My parents were like, no, but we've got like four or five kids here. How are they supposed to take hot showers? Yada, yada, yada. You can tell none of us are from Cuba. Yeah. And so. Or, you know, some people still carry that trauma of like, what do you mean I have no yeah, water? What do you mean I have no? Well, like my parents. Like, yeah. What do you mean? There's no hot water here. Yeah. I'm, supposed to, I'm supposed to take a cold shower in the mountains of North Carolina in the winter. I bet that 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 person that they were renting from, a hundred percent heard one of them say, "Mira, my whole family came from Cuba." Yeah. Okay. I'm not, not doing that hot water. And they're mm-hmm. like, "Damn Cubans." Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I don't know if it was him that recommended it or somebody else that found it. Because remember, this is pre-smartphone. That's it. The <laughs> studio pups are here. Deuce. Hey, buddy. Oh, see, I told you he was going to start finding cables and stuff. Hi, puppy. Sorry, our studio pup is here. Oh, Where's Molly? Did Molly come up? Oh, she's she's asleep. All right. <laughs> Molly's knocked out because she sleeps 18 hours a day. Oh, uh, that's it. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Our groomer's here to <laughs> turn to give them their little short summer coat, even though it's fall. Oh, but it'll be good because as the weather changes, they're no, probably shutting. And they'll be more comfortable. Yeah. Like Molly sleeps now a lot mm-hmm. and with all that hair. When today, when we give her the haircut, she's probably going to sleep almost 20 hours. Yeah. She enjoys like the cool weather on her skin. All right. You got to take them. All right, buddy. I'm enjoying. I I loved your, I love your Chewbacca coat. It's got to go. I'm going to miss it, but it's got to go, buddy. Oh, it's okay, buddy. Go, go get a haircut. Oh, I told you. He made it. We did it. Yay. Good boy, doof. Go, Bobby. Go. Go. It's okay. No, he doesn't want this. All right, folks, give me one second. I have to do dog dad duty. Hold on. Oh, are you on my feet? Can I pet you? Oh, I can pet you, Bobby. Oh, rent a baby. He did so well. All right, and we're back. Sorry about that. And the, the kids' groomer got here, and we had to go get them shaved down. Speaking of hairy creatures, as I was talking about yes. Bigfoot. So uh, after we found that this guy didn't have hot water, again, this is to the best of my memory. I think I'm, I'd have to ask my parents. I was probably 12 or 13 years old at okay. this point, so I was a young, young lad. Yes. And um, I don't remember who found it, if it was my godmother, my parents, or if even this guy recommended it. But apparently, like, up the road of the mountain, there was this gated community of homes, like, fully built homes called Legra. Okay. And I don't, like, again, this is pre-smartphone era, Mm -hmm. sort of. Um, This is, like, 2002, 2003. They were able, in the time that we were at this guy's house, from when we found out there wasn't hot water, to before the sun went down... They were able to call, find a home, get a reservation for all of us, and have it ready to rock before the sun hit the fucking horizon. Jeez. We were in that house unpacking, and it was still daylight. It's a business. Like, that's what this area probably, like, that's how they make their buck. But also that shows the clinical efficiency of Mm -hmm. adults then versus adults now. It would be like, just... 
Let me see what's on Google. Hold on. I'll check Airbnb. Oh, are you going to call anybody? Can you stop? Get off Instagram. God. Oh, every time. Mm-hmm. That's what I imagine those conversations yeah. sound like. And then nothing gets resolved. Well, I guess we're just going to have to sleep in our fucking car. Your mom is right about you. Have to say, <laughs> I have to say, I am not going anywhere if I don't know where I'm staying. Yeah, 100%. And if something happens with our Airbnb, we will figure it out because I'm I I we were raised in the old school, which meant that like we're gonna call somebody, yeah, or the person from Airbnb needs to figure it out. For I'm me. not sending a message or an email. I'm calling the mm-hmm. phone number and being like, I need you here now because this needs to get resolved. Yeah, Michael laughs at me because I'm like, when I'm placing an order, right, your voice goes up an octave, like, hi, can I like can I order this? You're flat. The but when I'm like, it's business. I'm like, listen. This happened, and you need to figure it out now. Not yesterday, not five minutes from now, now. So with Millie, Millie's like that, only worse, because it's that plus threats, right? And she gets written. <laughs> yeah, it is. Don't deny it. Don't shake your head no. Like, what, you think just because we're not on camera, you're safe? Get out of here. We've had instances where we've had to call services like AT&T, Water and Sewer, FPL, whatever, to resolve some issue. Mm-hmm. And people get stupid. Like the customer service rep wants to fucking like, all right, you want to get froggy? All right. And I've told them before. I'm like, listen, very, very closely to what I have to tell you. I'm the one you want to deal with. Why? (laughs) Because I'm empathetic. I'm nice. I understand that you didn't do this to me. You're not being malicious. This is just your job. I get that. And she gets that too. She just doesn't care. So Mm -hmm. she's going to treat you like a piece of garbage. Mm -hmm. The fact that she'll ask you, I want to speak to your supervisor. If anything comes out of your mouth other than, yes, ma'am, give me one moment to get a supervisor for you. She's going to ruin your day. She's going to ruin your day. She's going to (laughs) ruin your appetite. All right. You're just going to have a bad afternoon. So deal with me and we can resolve this like civilized people. Because she's not civilized. (laughs) I promise you, she's not. She doesn't have the patience for it. She has zero patience for customer service in that in that arena. None whatsoever. So I tell them, like, baby, in your country, they barely had phones. Okay, calm down. So he says that, like, he knows the struggle of having to call, like, your abuela Veda to be like, oh yeah, we're gonna call back eight days from now at two p.m. Where I now one fifty nine. No, no, I say I know because where I work, I work with a bunch of people who collectively got here from Cuba like maybe five, ten minutes ago, right? Mm-hmm. So like, they in the middle of work will be like, "I, perdóname, I have to go. Somebody's calling me," and I'm like, "You can answer the call here." No, no, you don't. The Wi-Fi is really bad. Is somebody calling me from Cuba? And I was like. Okay, I know. They're, it's because they they just turn on the Wi-Fi in the park and they can go yep. make their Wi-Fi calling in the park and, you know, in the center of Havana. So yep. I get you. It's fine. Go do your thing. Or yeah. like, oh, that person just had the electricity turned on in their neighborhood for the first time in 18 days. Yeah. The phone works. They're going to call everybody now and be like, I'm still alive. Send money. Send food. And then hang up. Yeah. So I get it. Like, that's why I like when I make jokes like, yeah, you guys didn't even have phones. I know because I know, the closest know, thing she had to phones was two rocks. And a can. Like, not even string. String was for rich people. They just had to, like, put a rock in a can and go, chicka, 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 chicka. And then listen for the, the repeat. Chicka, chicka, chicka. Ah, okay. See? Uh-huh. There's their cousins are visiting. I remember having to send the, uh, the tape recordings. <laughs> yep. I've been told about this. Three months later, you get the response. <laughs> it's like writing a letter. <laughs> My dearly beloved, <laughs> the war is not going well. <laughs> Like three days ago, I told Matika that like if this I do, and you're having like full conversations that take like three years to complete. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The good old days. 
when people had patience. Mm-hmm. But anyways, like my parents dealt with that by yeah. just simply, I would presume, calling. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, hey, do you have any open houses? You do? Wonderful. We have nine guests. Do you have anything that big? Oh, you do? Awesome. How much? Perfect. We'll be there in an hour. Yeah. And everybody packed up all of our shit, and we went. And we got there, whatever. It's a really nice house, too, with an enormous front yard, like massive. But the entire back of it mm-hmm. was just Appalachia. It's woods. Smoky Mountains, like yep. that's all it was, and the views were incredible. Of like course. I could see the Blue Ridge Parkway miles away from us. I had the Smoky Mountains behind me, like it was breathtaking. And at night, oh my! I had never seen that many stars at the same time, like ever. I didn't know there were that many stars. I was like, I thought there was at most maybe nine, but like this, this. This is amazing. And so, like, on the third or fourth day, something like that. I remember because it was about halfway through. Um, oh, by the way, super fun <laughs> hanging out with a BB gun and your godmother. Just her being like, I'm going to go put three Coke cans and a glass bottle, <laughs> like, 100 yards away. Let's see how good you are. I mean, being like, I got this shit. And just hitting every single one of them Look and her being, like, a little cheerleader. I was like, man. Best time of my life. Esa mi niño. Esa mi niño. And so <laughs> that second or third night, maybe even the fourth night, I don't remember. I just know it was the middle of the thing because we had already been there for two or three days. And during the daytime, mm-hmm. I just wander around the, the property, right? It wasn't very big. I think including the space that the house sat on was maybe a quarter acre. Okay. Front, side, and backyard. Yeah. But the very part of the backyard like the very back of it had a wooden fence that was pretty big. I'd say that fence was maybe like 200 feet in length. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it was long. It was very short though. It was like, maybe like I'm five ten ish. And that fence came up to like my hip now. So maybe two and a half feet ish around there. And you could easily get over it. But the other side was just woods, just unexplored woods. There was a canal behind there, like a Creek. Listen to me. Canal That's the Miami in me coming out. It was a Creek. It was a, a, bro- a babbling brook. Ugh. That's the noise, by the way. Listen, if it's not ocean water, I don't care for it. There you go. You want none of this fucking <laughs> shitty deer water that something nah. is like pooped in? I'm good. I'm, yeah, I'm good. You keep your crappy mountain deer water. Uh, it's just mud down there. Basically, mud and who knows what kind of bacteria. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was beautiful woods. I mean, there was no like trail or game trail or a walking. No, it was just trees. And they weren't organized. Like, this was nature. I'm really trying to paint that picture for you. This was just wild, chaotic nature. And I go walking in there by myself. My mom knew. She'd be like, don't go far. Like, you can go to the (laughs) creek and then come back. You know, you don't want to perder mi niño. And so I was like, all right, that's fine. And I wouldn't go back there with, like, my BB gun or anything. I didn't think that I was, you know, Rambo. I would just go and be like, oh, my God, nature is so cool. Like, right in your notebook. Like, like, dear diary. Dearly beloved. Yeah, uh uh-huh. The wilderness has consumed me. (laughs) It has been four hours since I made contact. (laughs) It has been a fortnight since I felt the caress of your skin. (laughs) I shall miss you while thinking about you by the candlelight. See, and that's what babbling books do to you. Exactly. They turn you into a babbling (laughs) idiot. And so, I go in there one day, and it's like two in the afternoon or something, and I hear a leaf crunch, and I go, that wasn't me that crunched that. And I look off behind some trees, and there's a deer. And I think it was a, it was very small. It could have been a doe, very, very tiny. And I was like, oh my God, that's really pretty. And then I see like a buck, like a, like a man deer with like (laughs) big old, 
Big old yeah. ten point bug horns and shit sticking out. Look at you experiencing Bambi. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, Bambi and Bambi's fucking huge dad. <laughs> and so this, you know, giant buck comes up behind the the doe and like nudges it in the in the ribs and it like goes and runs. I'm like, oh, that's probably like father son or father daughter or whatever. And this thing looks at me. Like its head turns to stare at me and it 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 must have been far enough away that like it was still size like the the size was impressive, but I can't imagine what twelve or thirteen year old me would have been compared to that thing next to me. That thing had it, it nudged your ribs, you would have had none after. I would have exploded. Just yeah, I would have just turned into pink mist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that thing's back. If it was next to me, that thing's back would have probably been taller than I was. Mm, yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. No thanks. I'm good. No. Nope. You're beautiful to look at, but stay over there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Far from good. Good from far. Yeah. 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 And so. The uh, the thing looks at me and just does that weird like that elk sound like thing noise that they make. <laughs> I'm not an elk, surprise surprise. So I can't make that noise. Um, and we don't have one on a soundboard. We we didn't plan this far ahead. But uh, there was actually there's a TikTok video recently of a giant elk like making this crazy fucking elk noise. I gotta see that next to somebody's car like in, in like a national park, and it's really impressive how loud this creature is. My and favorite. it made that noise. The one that I'm currently obsessed with is uh, the noise that a gator makes. The growling noise? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. It's beautiful. Have you ever seen when they do it, how it vibrates the water mm-hmm. around them? Like a yep. speaker underwater? Mm-hmm. Dude. Alligators and crocodiles, by the way. Side note. Underrated. <laughs> Just, like, for those of you who are from Philadelphia and have never seen a lizard... um. Or and their that, grandparents. Or their grandparents. I mean, or in this case, their ancient ancestors. Yeah. You're talking about a creature that has essentially gone genetically unchanged for hundreds of millions of years. All that nature has done has been like, if I make it more compact and a little faster, that's all we need. I can just annoy more people. That's it. I can fit more of them into the same area. <laughs> but that's it. That's all they do. And even then, alligators, which are, that's what we have as Floridians. Yeah. We don't have crocodiles yeah. down here. I mean, we do, but not... We don't see them. They're really. not like ours. They're not native. We have native alligators down here. Cuba has crocodiles. Yeah, the, the, the Cuban crocodiles are gorgeous, too. They're like this weird, like, green-yellow color, mm-hmm. and they've got, like, a black mohawk going down. Mm-hmm. They're... No, they're... Oh, no, yes. Uh, they're people. They're beautiful. They have, like, 12 of them at Miami Zoo. Yeah. And they're gorgeous, and they're huge. Mm-hmm. They're these massive saltwater crocodilians that are... Like, I think the biggest one they have there is, like, 13 or 14 feet. Only. Which... Side note, I think that's about how big the American, like, alligator can get. Yeah. It's about 14, maybe 15 feet. Um, saltwater crocodiles, like in the Nile, some of them can get past 20 feet long. Jeez. Yeah. And they can weigh, like, 6,000 pounds. That's it? That's nothing. That's it? yeah. <laughs> I bench-pressed that on a Tuesday. On a Tuesday. <laughs> you idiot. These things, bro, like, their bite force can bite through steel. Not bend it. Through it. Nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um... <laughs> I see this elk and all of these animal facts are going through my head because I got the zoo books delivered to my house when I was a kid in the 90s because I was that person. So all these things are going through my head and I was like, oh, okay, that's a 10 point buck. At least like those horns are probably farther apart at their at their extremes than I am tall. So Mm -hmm. that's a massive animal and it makes this like noise. (laughs) That's exactly what it sounds like, by the way. Super intimidating. Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) And so. I did I think our producer found it? Hold on, let's see. Because our our fancy equipment lets us Bluetooth in noises. Oh. Yeah, let me see if this works. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. That's exactly what I heard. No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like 10 times louder than that because he... Yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. If I didn't tell you that an elk made that, you'd be like, oh, my God, is that like the preview for the new Jurassic Park movie? Yeah. It's haunting. It made that noise. It made that noise looking at me. And I was like, well, okay, I pooped my pants now. So yeah, I, huh? that's, that's how my morning's going. Glad I'm next to this babbling brook. Brooke, I'm just going to be oiling <laughs> piano right here. Just get me a leaf and I've got the water. We're good. Just dump your butt. Just <laughs> right there. You're yep. good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you some babbling. <laughs> so <laughs> this thing looks at me, makes that fucking series of noises. And I was like, got it. I'm out. Back Predator. to the house. Okay, bye. Yeah, Melwoy. And so I go back to the house and I go, you guys, you're never going to believe what I saw. And they're like, what? And I go, I saw an elk and a deer, like a little tiny one of the, a major one. And they were like, oh my God, that's great. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. You saw nature. And then nothing else happened for the rest of that day. Like mm-hmm. I saw other wildlife. I got to see my first owl, like live owl before wow. I'd never seen one before. Yeah. I got, I don't know what kind of owl it was, but it was pretty big. Um, we saw some other deer, like the female deers. Um, okay. I think they were like white tailed deer. Yeah. We saw like three of them run across a field into the into the oh. woods, and we we're like, "Oh, this is dope, right?" And then that afternoon, probably around five, maybe six in the evening, um, I decided I want to go back in the woods because I'm twelve and I'm an idiot. And I go back, and there's like fireflies and stuff, and I go, oh "My God, this is like the movies." <laughs> Sorry, everything you're explaining to me, you know what my brain is doing? What? We're in the Last of Us. <laughs> yeah, this is the Last of Us. Any second now, I'm going to get a take. You're just going to hear a clicker. Just And so I'm back there and I'm just, you know, meandering about as 12 year olds do. This is cool. I'm going to poke this with a stick. And earlier when the buck and the the little doe were there and I heard like a leaf crunch, it was like audible enough. So I can tell this is a big animal that did this. And so I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's a big. And I look and there they were. That was it. Right. I heard a tree snap in half and i'm not talking like a tree that's like you know a big one like three or four feet in diameter like an oak no i mean like something that you could probably take down with a machete you know you're not gonna get an axe for this one yeah yeah, yeah. but i heard it snap like a twig like just crack like super loud and i didn't hear anything hit the ground like i didn't hear a tree the thing that cracked i didn't hear it just go like onto the, the the floor so i was like okay and I just froze. I had barely crossed over, over the fence. I could still see the babbling brook from where I was standing, but it was going to be a walk to get there. And a part of my brain was like, walk slowly backwards till you hit the fence, step over and run inside. Mm-hmm. You don't need to be here. And that part of my brain got ignored. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the other, yeah, the other part of my brain that was like, this is going to be fun. Let's look at this. That's what fired off. Yeah, so I take about four steps forward, slowly, and I was like, I'm looking around. I'm doing that thing where you open your eyes wider as if that's going to help. Yeah, it's like uh, when you turn off the radio as yeah. you're parking. You're like, all right, lower, lower. I can't hear myself find directions. Like, yeah. <laughs> and so I was like opening my eyes wider like some fucking buffoon. Like, I can see more. Like, And so as I'm walking <laughs> forward, I'm like looking around for movement or whatever, and I hear another thing snap, but it's not like a tree. It sounds like like the ground, like a giant twig or something just snapped. And this one sounds so much closer. And I was like, no. I literally felt my butt vibrate. Just like the gators do. Like, 
but it was just my ass doing that. And I was like, that's your sign. That's when you know it's time to leave. And mm-hmm. sure enough, my ass got me out of trouble because I left. I went back inside. And then that night, just puro nightmares of just like, oh, I, my bed's next to a window. I'm going to look. And in the moonlight, there's just going to be a figure outside of the window going like, obviously, you, me, I'm taking you now. And then just Bigfoot kidnapping me. Hey, right? c- come back out here. Yeah. Like two days later. Let me show you. Yeah. yeah. I, there's, there's, there's more babbling brooks. And so... Like two days later, I tell my dad about this. My dad's like, oh, it was just a deer or something. Maybe a, a, at most, maybe a bear was like scratching his ass against a tree and the tree snapped, right? Adult me knows, yeah, dad was probably 100% right. Yeah. But 12-year-old me was like, no, doc, that's Bigfoot. What are you, nuts? <laughs> Get bear any bear. Forward. And so. Let's be reasonable. Let, yeah. Dad, let's let's reasonable. use science, okay? We are men of science and logic. That was Bigfoot. All right, Get bear any bear. Get out of here with your bears. On the, like, two days later after this incident happened, I tell my dad, and my dad's like, no, but take me out there. Let's see, let's see if we can go find it. And I was like, no, 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 I don't want to go out there. And he was like, all right, fine. Like, three hours later, who's who's who crossed the fence towards the babbling brook? What's got two thumbs and is really stupid? This guy <laughs> right here. And so I start going, and I find the base of the tree that had snapped. Mm. It was like... Maybe if you count like your steps, it mm-hmm. was maybe like, I don't know, 30, 50 steps okay, from so the close. other side of the, of the brook. Yeah, yeah. That would have made it from the fence. That would have made it probably two or 300 feet. Okay. Think how loud something has to snap in a forest for it to be 200 feet away from you. And you hear it clear as day. Yeah. With other stuff obscuring your view and stuff. There's other trees. Yeah. It wasn't like I had like a straight line of sight to this thing. And I found it and it was maybe, you know. Maybe a foot across, okay, in di- or a foot in diameter, snapped, but not snapped at the base. This thing had been snapped like almost halfway up. Jeez, it looked like something had like judo chopped with the side of its hand, like just judo chop, and like cracked the tree yeah, in half. Uh-huh. I never found the trunk. The trunk was just gone. Whatever, whatever part that got snapped off, that I, that got taken back to IKEA to make more desks. I don't know, but yeah. vanished. Never saw footprints, never saw hair, nothing made weird noises. I just saw it and go, ah, so I wasn't going crazy. Now back to the house to poop my pants <laughs> because over there I have toilets. Yep. And I went back and I never told anybody. And you're safe. And I'm, yeah, safe. And I went back and that was it. Never heard another noise, never saw anything else, but I was convinced that that must have been the activities of yield Bigfoot. Yeah, or maybe the people that live within Appalachia are like just really tall, eight feet tall, and they hate trees. Yeah, that are exactly twelve inches in diameter. Yeah, near babbling brooks. So mm-hmm. I mean, very specific thing to hate, but you never know when you have that much time in the mountains to think about things. You're like, you know what? I really hate that. Could these. be their invasive species. Yeah, like I hate these fucking trees. Which ones? The ones that are twelve inches in diameter, you know? fifty feet from a babbling brook, due north. See, if I you hate know those. which ones I'm talking about. It's not the other ones. Those Let's are the ones that are due this. east at the end of the brook. I want the ones that are on the other side of it. You <laughs> moron! Told you a million times. So yeah, um, UFO and Bigfoot. Those are the weirdest ones I've ever had. Mm. I've. Um... Not really camping, but I've uh, I've seen like spirits in the wild, like nymphs or like ghosts, like ghosts, like you know, because okay. you feel it. I don't know if you've ever experienced like a ghostly sighting, never, but you feel it, like 
sometimes it feels like they're very close because like you know you always have like your peripheral so when light changes you can mm-hmm. see like you can determine right. sh- shadows or whatever but there's just like a weird way that like your vision blurs or changes when someone is near you mm-hmm. so you always have like for me i have to say like listen now's not the time i'm trying to have a good time near this babbling brook you really harsh in my vibe, bro. Yeah, bro. Like, <laughs> we're not going to do this. All right. Those are not nah. the vibes we need right now. Nah. Um, so I've gotten like a lot of that. And then. In the woods? Yeah. I Where mean, in our Florida, In our Florida woods, right? Like where like, all the murders like, oh, happen. Oh, okay, um, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So we, I've been camping. Most of the camping I did as a kid happened like in the Keys because mm-hmm. my parents, that's what we like. We like easy near the beach. Yeah. No, camping. also not that far away from home. Or civilization. Yeah, well, mainly civilization. Because uh, I think Michael told you the story of uh, the time that we camped at Lake Kissimmee, which was um, a five-mile hike in. Yes. Yeah, with our gear. Mm-hmm. Or not really gear, just the crap that we brought. Yeah. Otherwise um, known as gear. Yeah, huh? <laughs> and that was terrifying. And in that one, like, I heard people talk at night. And there was... There was like not supposed to be. Yeah, no one. You could hear the road because, I mean, we weren't. It's like the road isn't far from the limits of where we were in the park. But there's like a fence. Right. So you can't really go Mm -hmm. through. Um, I did learn that, like, it is popular for people to like ride their ATVs through there. All of that. It's central Florida. So there's nothing. You know? Also, for those of you that don't know anything about Florida, central Florida is right around the part that you start encountering a lot of meth. And a yeah. lot of meth heads. So, like, there's something Central that you Florida's should know. Weird. It is. I mean, it's the home of the toothless and the ruthless. So you got to be careful <laughs> for them because they're a weird bunch. It's also the place where, like, you know, on the side of the road, people aren't selling like fruits and veggies. They're selling meth gator bites and meth. Also, gator bites are fucking delicious. They are. I eat Stop, them. Stop. Like, deep fried gator bites gator, in that sauce they have. Uh, gator jerky, which we gator bought jerky, and tried, and delicious. It was delicious. Gator tail, also yeah. amazing. Yeah, we eat gator. Yeah, you, yeah. Know, you think we're just gonna kill iguanas and then not eat their bigger? family members absolutely um environmentally so conscious. like i i heard people right and like i rationalized it with it could just be people riding atv super late at night why would you do that i don't know because i have zero interest in that but i didn't hear any atvs like it was just like a night where i just didn't sleep and it was the one night that we were there um so we kept having like the animals that roam the park come to the vent to the tent and mm-hmm. stuff and i was like i hate this i never want to come back here ever again in my life um i want a divorce yeah basically <laughs> i looked at i have my cousin and i was like we're not doing this together ever again this yeah. is dumb next vacation the fountain blue resort like or you know my equivalent which is like lonky yeah <laughs> lonky you park your car or and then by, you put your tent or by onda if you can get a reservation yeah, yeah. sometime which in the next never, decade yeah never never i'm convinced that that is money laundering it is not really a national park yeah at like, all either that or that is the most exclusive park known to mankind because you have to like you have to give like a blood sample a semen sample a urine sample and even then they might be like "Mm, do i have to donate an egg in order to get there because geez it's so difficult never have i seen we got availability at bioanda once in my lifetime once and also shout out to my sister for her and her and her her then partner deciding that having chocolate and then getting drunk on wine excessively <laughs> was going to be a good time because then and boxed wine at that. Not even out of a bottle. You fucking <sighs> cave people. I love oh, God, that God, a bunch so of much. Philistines. Well, Anyways. They, we brought um, 
what is it, Jack Daniels with us? And we emptied it. At least that's in a glass bottle, dog. These people had it out of a box. <laughs> and then they got so drunk that they basically turned their tent, the inside of their tent, into a tilt-a-whirl of chocolate-flavored vomit. And just... No! It was horrible. Oh, that sounds terrible. The next morning, it looked well, like... Well, actually, that sounds like my bachelorette party, but that's a story for another day. We'll, we'll get into that in the next time we have you on here, but... The like the <laughs> Millie and I woke up in the morning and we we're like, what happened here? And, the, and there was a tear in the side of their tent because her ex at the time in his drunken vomiting stupor couldn't figure out how to the open door. the zipper. So he literally just clawed at one wall until it cracked open and just like tore open the tent and ran outside to vomit and pee poo, whatever he had well, to do. Good for him. At least he figured it out. Bro, that's some Dyatlov pass shit. Like, that's probably what happened. That's why the side of the tent was cut open yeah. from the inside because somebody had to do fucking mega doo-doo time. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. So. And there was no babbling brook, just ocean. Just ocean. That's all you have. So. Um, Yeah, and the ocean can be scary for some people at night. I mean, the ocean can be scary at any time of the day. Have you ever heard of thalassophobia? The deep-seated fear and phobia of open, deep waters? Of which oh. the bottom you cannot see. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a little bit of that. I think all humans also, do because we realize in. how small we are and that we're mm-hmm. afraid of something that is the size of a city block coming up underneath you and Going, you can't see it. No. Yep. That's the noise I didn't make. No. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a 14 million year old ancient sea creature and it only ever got past. No. <laughs> Way to go. That's like meeting Thulu and it actually sounds like some Poindexter nerd be like, oh, it's the old god. And he's like, actually... My name is Thulu. Like, okay, is your name also Steve? Like, actually, actually, it's Steven. And he has to do the like he's got the he huge headgear retainer, like, like, tiny little mouth, the tiny little tentacles. Oh, yeah, so yeah. cute, such yeah. a sweet boy. Yeah, yeah, two thousand feet tall, and he sounds like an <laughs> idiot. Way to go! <laughs> also, side note: is it pronounced Thulu or Cthulhu? Is the C silent? I think it's Cthulhu. Really? I've always thought the C was was silent, so it's just Thulu. I don't. I say it Cthulhu because I don't want people to make fun of me. Mm. But grammatically, I feel like the C is silent. Because mm. if it was a K, wouldn't it be like K, like C A Thulu? We'll have to find that out. Also, what the fuck grammar? How does a C sound like a K? Yeah, I mean, here's another thing I would say. Like, thank God Kelly isn't spelled C E L L Y. Sally. Sally. <laughs> Wait, there are people named Sally. There are. And, and they're wanna, spelled that way, and too. And I don't want to be friends with any of them. Get your stupid name away from me. <laughs> Sally. That's what we used to say when we used to want people to call us. Call me on my Sally. My Sally. <sighs> are you going to go to the Getty later? Oh, my God. That was my favorite. The Getty. The Getty. Oh, my God. Or, no, wait. If you had rich friends and they got a hotel. The Telly. The Telly. <sighs> Prom night. <laughs> I'm like, yummy ladies, like, is that whatever hotel at the beach at the telly? We're spending the night at the Fountain Blue. No, no, no one ever said, at least for me, no one said the name of the hotel ever. It was always like, oh, we're going to go to the telly later. Yeah. We're like, well, which hotel? Be like, I'll tell you when you call me. Or we're going to have a Getty at the telly later. That's when you knew shit was going to get lit. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. But just seems having premarital sex and not even premarital sex. Just sex. Just touching each other inappropriately. Yeah. That's really what it was. Dry, Dry humping. Cthulhu. The... What? Cthulhu. Holy shit, it is pronounced Cthulhu. Okay, well, whatever. I was wrong. Cthulhu. I was I wrong in my wrongness. I thought you were giving it like a cute na- nickname, like Cthulhu. You 
I just no, I just thought grammatically that's how it was, but turns out I'm a moron. Cthulhu. Cthulhu. All right, well. I've only ever known it as Cthulhu. That's how I always heard it. And then like I looked at it one day and I was like, something seems wrong here. I feel like (laughs) not that I'm smarter than everybody else, but like, isn't the C supposed to be silent? Listen, I recently learned that the Greek plural for for octopuses is octipodes. That's so cute. Yeah. Octipodes? Yeah. Octopodes is octipodes. Oh yeah, and the one the the one state that Millie cannot cannot pronounce. Is it Massachusetts? No, it's Arkansas. But she doesn't pronounce it Arkansas. Is it Arkansas? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I almost threw her through a fucking sliding glass door the first time oh, she said would, that. You would want like, to throw me through one. For me, is a uh, I hate that it's called an island. And not what, an island? An island. You're wrong. I'm I know sorry. I'm wrong. I yeah. know I'm wrong. But but when I was learning English, I was like, it's an island. I mean, it's spelled island. Because island would be like E-Y-E, like your I. I land. It's also not a fucking Apple product. It's not I land. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. I'm dumb. Don't listen to me. Uh, but yeah, octopodes. That's, that's the Greek that's really, plural for octopuses. That's really sweet. It's great, isn't it? Octopodes. I heard a joke the other day that was like, well, well, what was it? What do you call a Greek philosopher that's really into ice cream? Popsicles. <laughs> Great. I love it. Instead joke. of popsicles, popsicles. Popsicles. Oh. <laughs> I am popsicles, the dessert philosopher. <laughs> to to sprinkle or not to sprinkle? Always to sprinkle. Always to sprinkle. Always to sprinkle. I can't eat ice cream, and if I had the choice, I'd get sprinkles all the time. Every time. Every time. I'd get everything. Yeah. Load that bitch up. Oh, uh, do you remember Wall's ice cream? Yeah, they're still there. I know, but I'm oh. like in their heyday when it was oh. popular to go. No. Yeah, it was baller. Like, you'd have to make a line. Like, there was lines out the place. Wow. Mm-hmm. And, like, random. I don't remember there ever being anything there. It was just, like, a gravel pit. And then one day, they're like, hey, by the way, there's an ice cream shop here now. I'm like, <laughs> Fuck, where did this come from? Like, it still feels that way. Yeah, I mean, also, thanks for fucking never having any, like, lactose-free options. Well, they're never going to have them. But, like, That's going to be one of those places that's, like, going to stick to their, like, They're going to stick to their 50s guns. Be like, if yeah. your lactose intolerant, just get your space meat. poop it out. Get your communist uh, communist lactose-free ass out of yeah, here. Just do what the rest of us do. Just poop it out. Just poop it out like a man. Hold on and yep. ask God for forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And go. Remember the babbling brook you were <laughs> yeah. babbling on about? Yeah, yeah. Your ass is going to become a babbling <laughs> brook any second now if you keep eating ice cream. Uh, but, yeah, back to ghosts. Um, so you encountered spirits? Of some kind, ethereal yeah. creatures yeah, yeah, yeah. in the forest. Yeah, which I'm sure you can, we can rationalize with the uh, that you were in the middle of literally nowhere in, in Florida. I mean, it's possible. I mean, listen, I, again, like I said earlier, I agree that spirits exist. Yeah. And there's, I don't think that there's a limit or a, um, like a geographical boundary or physical boundary that can stop them from existing somewhere. Yeah. Why should forests be any different? Yeah. I mean, I do see them like often. Not like I'm not like the sixth sense. I was like, kid. are there any in here with us right now? No, 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 no <laughs> not at the moment. Can you tell them to leave? They uh, don't pay rent. <laughs> they're not contributing to the mortgage. If they're not going to pay my rent, then they need to get the fuck out. Yeah, if you're not contributing to some bill or yeah. to my mortgage, 100%. I'm sorry, bro. We gotta go. The door's downstairs. Get to go. it. Yeah, not that I've, you need doors. I've uh, I've seen them sometimes in my house. Really? Yeah. I'm sure that makes Mike really excited. Yeah, he hates it every time. I'm like, oh, there was a ghost in here. Like, can you ask it to leave? Like, and I, do. I would just hand you a can of Lysol. I'll be like, fix that problem. I'm please. always like, now's not the time. I'm not I'm not going to invite you into my life for conversation, okay? Thank you. So, again, I'm because I'm weird and I'm into different theories about different things. Um, do you think that what you're experiencing is like have you ever heard of the stone tape theory? That like mm-hmm. buildings and locations 
where people see ghosts, they're not actually seeing ghosts. It's just like a recording, like a residual haunt. Like basically, oh. it's just a recording. It just keeps playing over and over again. It looks like a ghost, but it ain't a ghost. I don't know. Are you seeing ghosts that like interact with things, or are you just being like, oh, it's there? And do they look like full fledged human beings, or is it like a wisp or a, a, a ball sometimes of light? Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. Do they ever interact with you? Like, have you ever like has one like turned and looked at you or something? Like no, that? they're always just like there. Like just looking standing? at us because it's usually like when I randomly wake up at like three in the morning and they'll just be like looking at you. Yeah, they're always like in the corner of the house. My house is built was built in 1957. Okay, um, so yeah, people grew, have lived there. Yeah, I grew up in an old house. My yeah. parents' old house was built in 52. Yeah, 53. So we live in like old Florida homes, right? Like yeah. what they consider old Florida homes. Um, and like I'm not afraid because I've been seeing them since I was a kid. Not this, not these, but like yeah, I've but seen, just in general yeah, spirits. In general. Um, and I just like, I stay open to the possibility of them, but right. I never invite them to like hang out with me. Yeah. Like, Hey, what's your name? Like, like let's guy. have a friendship. You guys. Oh my God. Casper. Yeah. I'm always <laughs> like, no, we're not. No, Listen. I acknowledge that you're there. You know that I'm here. Yeah. That's the limit of our relationship. Yeah. Um, do they so, ever like wear like period clothing or is there not that much detail? No, I think they're just wearing whatever clothes they wore at the time that they died. Well, so I meant like period clothing. Like, is it clearly somebody who's dressed from the 1950s or is it like this no, guy's wearing Ed Hardy in a pair of jeans? Like, you imagine? <laughs> just like the sleeves. The the go- oh my sleeves. God, it's the ghost of Yami Lindy. Like. <laughs> um, no, I think they're just, they, I, I think the one that we have is a male ghost. Okay. Because they're usually like just in slacks and a shirt. Okay, like a like a like a button up or like a shirt like a t shirt like what I'm wearing. Uh, I think it's a button up. Okay, but yeah, like an older gentleman or like a younger guy. I I can't tell it's you. It's indiscernible. Yeah, you can't see their face. I just know that there's like someone there. Hmm. Um, so it's not I'll, like looking at a photo. It's just no. like yeah, okay. there's just like someone there. They're not naked. Okay, so they're close. But you know, had maybe if they'd been, I'd be like, hey, I invite you in. But and um, is it like <laughs> is it like when you see them and you can describe them to me like the way you did? I can describe one to you from the house that I grew up in. Are you seeing them like in full color, like as if a human being was standing there? Or is no, it like a black like and a, white, like mist color thing? Or It's just like, uh, it's like an essence. Like there, it's like you see the shape of a human. Like the outline of someone. Yeah. But you're able to make out details like button up shirts and slacks? Uh, sometimes. And it, But it's never in color. It, it's late at night. So it just, oh, so it's, it's whatever. just like a light and they don't yeah. glow or anything like that. You no, can just see them me. in the dark. Yeah. Yeah. You want, me to, you want me to tell you the one from when I was a teenager? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So uh, my we bought a house. When, well, my parents bought a house when I was 11. I grew up in a house from 11 to about 19. Okay. Um, And my room was in the, uh, like, it was toward the yard, the backyard, because, you know, in a Cuban household, uh, your daughters don't sleep toward the front of the house. Of course not. Obviously. Duh. Okay. Keep the good stuff in the back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when we bought the house, this is like important, but not really. It turns out that the people that lived there, they were like Santeros. So we found like all the horse tails and their statues and like all of that. So, it's you know, fun. as Catholic Cubans, you invite the priest to come and like. Yeah. Can you clean this? Thanks. Can, please clean this of all of its entities. Thank you. Yeah, I need a fresh restart. But that never stopped whatever was there. I mean, the house, there was nothing ever bad in the house, but mm-hmm. it was things of like... There was just juju over there. There was just juju. And maybe because I was young, I was more like susceptible to it. But when my parents would go out and I was like left home alone, um, like a fully open door, fully open door, just like slam. 
Okay. Just, that was, you know, how it started. And I was like, oh, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, the air. The part of me that's being skeptical is like, yeah, that's probably a pressure difference because it happens in my house. If I open, if I open like my bedroom door, because our bathroom is a Jack and Jill. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I open the, the door or close it and one of those doors is slightly open, it'll close yeah. it instantly. I mean, I also grew up uh, in a house where like we don't close doors. So all my oh, doors yeah, are open. I know that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Why are these doors closed? Yeah. Why? And, um, and I just, that bathroom door, the one that was like by my room, always that would be like the culprit every time I would be home alone. I was like, okay, whatever. One of the nights, and I'm, I'm, uh, I'm a notorious like deep sleeper. I like bombs go off and I'm just like dead asleep. Um, and I wake up randomly. It's like two in the morning. And for some reason, my window's open. And I'm like, why is my window open? So I go to close my window. And I'm one of these people that, like, at night, I hate going, like, looking out a window. So yeah. if I have to close the window, I have to, like, like look, look away. away. <laughs> right? Because like, I'm like, oh, these ghosts are going to sleep me. Or it's worse, like, someone's going to stand there like, I see you. I see you, girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not the right haircut for you. That's not the right one. Yeah. It doesn't look good on you. No. <laughs> um, so for some, I'm like. I, I, I'm like, Lisette, you're going to look out. I was 12. Oh, I'm like, yes. you're going to look out because you're a big girl. Like, you know, you can, you got this. That's exactly okay. how I handled Bigfoot. Yeah. I was like, Eli, you're a big girl. You can yeah. do this. Uh-huh. <laughs> Absolutely. You have to pep talk, yeah, you know? of course. So I, we, I look out and at that time we had this like open shed mm-hmm. situation because my mom had set up like a little outdoor kitchen for herself. And I look out and there's a man. He must have been about like five foot eleven because he looked kind of tall like my dad, mm-hmm. um, and he had darkish hair, and it was like to the side. I, that one I can tell you all of the features. Like a side part, like a little side part. He looked a little old timey, okay. like maybe forties, fifties. Okay, yeah, yeah old timey, old timey. That's obviously what it means. Forties, forties. Duh. In uh, he had a button down or a button up or whatever slacks. And, like, kind of like a trench coat of sorts. Okay. And he was face like, he was looking out, but it was, like, out toward the fence that we had in the back. Mm-hmm. And when I look at him, he looks at me, and I was like, well, this got creepy. I'm going to close the blinds, and I'm going to just, that's it. Mm-hmm. I didn't tell anybody. I was like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> like, why is he here? And you do the thing, right, like, where you go away, and then you kind of come back, and, like, he never came back. I never saw him again. And one day, um, we have family that comes from Cuba, and they bring back a bunch of photographs. And I see the man in the photographs. And I was like, who is this? And no one was paying attention to me. And I was like, I need to know who this man is. Like, I've seen him before. And they're like, what do you mean you've seen him before? There's no way you've seen him before. And I'm like, no, I've seen him before. And um, turns out it was my great-grandfather from my grandfather's side. Oh, wow. And it was like, like Spot how I saw him in life was the photo. Was the photo trench coat, button down, slacks, yeah, side was, part. It was it like it a sport jacket. Me, yeah, it was like really like a cardigan. Oh, right. Okay. And it was like in Cuba, and it was you know, right. um, the whole thing. And he's never visited me ever again. My grandfather died three weeks after that. Who was his son? Um, well, maybe it was a visitation. Yeah, yeah. He was like. He's hey. out. Hey, listen, I came to get him. Just yeah, to, yeah, was yeah. he here? This is the wrong address. Yeah. Oh, and he lived, he lived in the house with us. You this know? is Avenue, isn't it? I went to place. My bad. 
Yeah. You guys got to get better. You're going to run the zip terrace. code. I lived on terrace. On a terrace. Excuse me, terrace. <laughs> Not even the ghost can figure out where we live. Right? Um, so, That's wild, yo. Yeah. And then when my grandfather passed, uh, my dad kind of shut down. And like a week after he passed, I had this like super vivid dream. I saw my grandfather. We were at church. He was like at the altar and my dad was there. And, like, both my dad and I went up to the altar to, like, give him a hug. It felt, like, very real. Like, I woke up from that dream, like, I need to find my dad right now and, like, tell him about it. And I started telling my dad the dream, and he's like, oh, and you were wearing this? And then Abu was wearing, like, this? And I go, yeah. Like, he's like, I just woke up from the same dream. Hmm. And I was like, what do you mean? What do you mean you woke up from the same dream? Did we jack into the Matrix at the same time? Yeah, I was like, (laughs) what is what (laughs) how and he started telling me like little details like other details from the dream that like i can recall and it's only happened that one time Hmm. yeah that's fucking wild dude yeah it's christ yeah i uh i every time i've ever had like a reading done right Mm -hmm. there always tell me like you would benefit greatly from like learning how to do this and i go i'd rather not yeah i don't i don't want to (laughs) I'm Listen, scared. Like, there are doors that some people just don't need to open. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like my life is better without this. And I'm convinced that like it'll be fine. Like it'll protect me. I'm, I feel like I'm protected. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't want to open a door. Yeah. No. And you shouldn't have to. I mean, it's yeah. if there are, like I said, there are some doors that certain people just don't need to open. Yeah. You know, like I, I wish that there was a way to like contact certain spirits like that you wanted to contact. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it's like a it's like Russian roulette, you don't know what you're gonna get. Yep. You know, fuck that noise. Cause you might try to like I would love to contact my grandfather, but like, do I really want to? Mm-hmm. Do I is it really me wanting to contact him or is that my grief speaking still? Yep. Cause more than likely it's the grief of a young child who wants to see his grandpa again. Mm-hmm. And that's not what I'm gonna get. More mm-hmm. than likely is not what I'm gonna get. Yep. Because also it it's in it's in contrast to what I actually think happens after you die, mm. which is reincarnation. So who am I actually speaking to then? Yeah. Am I going to speak to some spirit that gives me vague details that I'm like, it's totally grandpa. And it's like, that could be anybody, homie. Yeah. Like I've watched Supernatural. Yeah. Leave it. Leave it alone. <laughs> leave it alone. Yeah. And that's fine, dog. I got photos, I got videos, and I got memories. That's all I need. I'm all right. Yeah. And I feel like the other part is, right, why would you want to disrupt, like, a good memory? Yeah, I don't want to replace the last memory I have of my grandpa would be like, oh, and then ghost grandpa. Like, no. No, not at all. Uh, This is my ghost grandpa. This is ghost grandpa. He's like Casper, only way slower because he's still old. So Mm -hmm. this is his ghost burrito because he's got to walk. Oh, wait. I have one more for you. Oh, more? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Listen, I don't know. They just love me. Spirits love me. And I am okay with it. You know, I've made my pieces that I say, hey, Much like mosquitoes with Millie. Yeah. It's very, it's a gift. And a I curse. don't think, and I a mean, curse. It's a hundred percent a curse. I'm envious because nothing <laughs> loves me that much. Well, maybe, maybe <laughs> my parents. But that's how I feel. With the quickness. Yep. Um, okay. <laughs> So I have a friend that uh, had a sibling pass away. It was very dramatic um, or not dramatic. Sorry. Traumatic. It was traumatic. Stop being so dramatic. Like, no. Oh, my God. I'm you sorry. have other if ones. If you listen to this, I'm sorry. That was like 
you know, when uh, you speak you two languages f- and you yeah, think you of it, a, and yeah, you had a slip. I had a slip, tremendo slip. Sorry. Um, so they <laughs> they contact like they contact the medium, and you know just to kind of see because they lost like their father and their sibling within a year of each other, so it was a lot. Um, so they decided to contact the medium just because they had been seeing signs, right? Like receiving signs at in in random ways. And she's like, oh, when I call, if I kind of run out, th- run out of things to say, do you want me to, like, ask for you, right? Like, because um, at that point, I, at that time, I was, like, in a weird space. And, you know, sometimes you kind of want to know what your future could look like. And I was like, oh, yeah, sure, whatever. Okay. She's talking to the medium. And the medium is like, I have someone here that wants to say hi to your friend. They want to say hi to your friend, and she's like, "My friend." He's like, "Yep, her friend. Her your friend's name starts with the with the letter L." Like, I have someone here. I I feel like your friend is um. You tell your friend that they need to drink a lot of water, like a lot of water. I see water, and like I I feel like um dehydrated as I'm telling you this, and that there's someone here with the letter F that wants to speak with them. And that they let them know that this person with the letter F, like, um, that they, they're, they're protecting them and that they see them and set the other. She tells me, I'm thirsty. I mean, <laughs> you've seen my water bottle. You know, I, I mean, the one that I had at the time wasn't this big, but I drink plenty of water and I'm like, with the letter F, there's, I don't know anyone with the letter F. And the one I do is alive. Like, I don't know who you're talking about. No, oh, whatever. It's fine. She goes to another reading couple months after that again i come up and there was no reason for me to come up because that those people just didn't know me at all um but they came up for her again and again thirsty and the letter f is back and all of this and i couldn't i couldn't one day we're watching a movie and it hits me the letter f the letter f my grand my paternal my maternal grandfather whose name is francisco or was Francisco, but I called them people my whole life. Right. And my other uncle, who's a son, oldest son, named Francisco, who had passed that year. Um, but I didn't really like I I left Cuba so young that like they didn't see me grow up. Right. Um, but I we were the only people from my mom's side of the family that left. So like you they kinda stay with with you, you know? Um and that's like, for some reason, my grandfather is my protector. Not the one that, like, I was raised with, you know, but the one that, like, I, I barely right. had a relationship with. That's who you got? Yeah, that's who I got. And I'm grateful. I'm grateful, you know. At least great. you know or you have, yeah, yeah, yeah. A, you have a decent idea. Like, I wish I knew if I even had one. And if so, who the hell is it? Because, I mean, so many of these motherfuckers are, are dead already. Like, <laughs> it could literally, it's like a Pokemon collection. Who knows who, who I've got on deck, yeah. you know. And I... I feel like I'd want it to be my, my maternal grandfather, but it'd be like, no, Juan Prima from Cuba you've never met. Be like, get out of here, woman. The f- yeah. Like, I didn't ask you to be here. Yeah. But, you know, I, I also, like, I don't want to find out. Because it's one of those, like, I'm not sensitive to ghosts or spirits of any kind, but I also don't want to make myself sensitive or open some kind of weird door. I also, I'm not sure entirely how much I believe in mediums. Okay. Because there's been a lot of evidence to present that, like, some of them are just doing cold reading. Yeah. Or it's like, yeah, like, statistically, you're going to know a lot of people whose name starts with an F. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of common names start with an F. Yeah. And 
girls tend to have a chance, a decent chance of having other chick friends whose name starts with L. Yeah. You know, Lisette, Lily, Laura, Lauren. I mean, it could be any of those. Absolutely. You could have guy friends, you know, Lewis, Luke, Lucas. I mean, it's a few. Those are common names to have. So, like, yeah, they could be reaching. But then when they hit you with, like, oh, and something about water, like, drink more water. Like, yeah, I guess. But, like, everybody has to fucking drink water. That's not, like, a really specific thing. Like, you're hitting me with some pretty common, broad shit. Now, if you tell me, like, a friend of yours whose name starts with an L. She was born in Cuba. And, like, they start giving more and more specific shit. And they'll be like, oh, whoa. Are you feeling anything about a babbling brook? Anything. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I feel you. I also struggle with it. Um, So the grandfather that I lived with here, he, for being a, like, very religious Catholic man, loved the occult. So he, like, befriended a lot of people that would, like, read your palms or do tarot and, like, I grew up around it, so as I got older, I didn't want anything to do with it. Um, so I tried to steer as clear from it as possible. So with the first medium, I was like, oh, okay, whatever. Like, it just is what it is. It's fine. But then, like, to have gotten it twice and, in bo- and like, in the second setting, she visited, like, it was a group reading, and it was, like, literally the person stopped to tell her about, like, like oh, like mid read. Yeah, like, like they were sending her a message about her sister, but then, like, they also talked about me. <laughs> hold on, I have another line coming. Yeah, in. Like, <laughs> like, I'm gonna place you on hold. Just give me a second. Do you want um, me to three way? <laughs> yeah, and then press I flash was, and then three. Okay, because of it, I was like, okay, well, I feel like maybe is a good now is a good time to get like a tarot, re- like a Camadina Nakada, you yeah, know? Yeah. Because why do I keep coming up? Like, I'm literally trying to not bother anybody. Did anything come up in your tarot reading? Um, so the moment that my person, that the person started reading my my cards, chugged, like, three glasses of water. The person who was doing the reading? Yeah. Had, they were like, give me a minute, I'm, like, super thirsty. And, like, just kept drinking water throughout the entire reading. And I'm like, I'm not going to say a damn thing. Because I, I'm already coming in knowing that, like, they keep telling Ashley that I need to drink water. And she, hey, sorry, like, so the person is, like, just super thirsty, drinking a ton of water. We finished my reading. They asked for more water. I wait for, it was three of us getting, like, having our cards read. So they go through everybody. I don't say anything. The moment that they start with the second person. Stops drinking water. With the third person, stop no drinking water. water. That was two hours. Wow. Each reading was about an hour each. Um, mine was really good. Talked a lot about power, this, that, the other. But that, like, I have a lot of generational trauma to take care of. I'm like, all right, cool. Nothing out of this world, you know. We all got very different readings. Um, and when I fin- when they finish, that we're just talking. I said, it's interesting that, like, that you were drinking a lot of water. And I'm like, why? Why was it interesting? And I go, because she keeps being told, like, through her, I keep being told that I need to drink more water. That they just keep seeing me, like, I'm I'm just thirsty, so I need to, like, drink more water. And they're like, you know, it's interesting because the moment I started with you, I got this feeling of, like, I'm hyper thirsty. Like, I need to just chug water. Um, and they're like, you take it however you want. 
but clearly you need to like do something if it keeps coming up for you this whole like water thing i mean yeah and i was like yeah okay back to the babbling brook cool yeah yeah yeah. you just you know there's just some things like how do you explain that right and it's easy how do you explain it they they probably haven't had water all day yeah got there got super thirsty and then they were fine the rest of the reading but for me i'm like i drink so much water that the idea of like not drinking water for two hours is like yeah that's mind-bottling like what do you mean i can't drink something for two hours yeah yeah. prison (laughs) um so that's pretty great. I think I thankfully have not had any of those experiences. I know my mom once a very long time ago went to go see a, I think it was a medium, like a psychic or some shit like that. Or I don't know if it was a psychic or a tarot card reader or whatever. They're interchangeable, I think. Um, and she told her like the most like cockamamie bullshit ever about me, like being like, he's going to be a doctor one day or like an attorney or something. And I was like, jokes on you. None of that shit ever <laughs> happened. I'm a horrible student. Like <laughs> I know doctors, I know attorneys, but that's a, Maybe that's what she thought. It was like, Mom, come on. No. I don't think anything she ever told her about me like ever came true or anything like that. So, you know, I defied the odds. You did it. You I rebelled. Did. I did. And Look I was like, you. fuck you, world. <laughs> your psychic power. I'm going to do whatever I want. And your damn readings are going to. What? Oh, Millie had gotten a psychic reading that apparently predicted me many, 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 many. Ooh, before we Before story. we met. So, um she's like not today you tell me after you tell me later years later i was like by the way <laughs> my uncle who was a santero read me my cards many years ago and said xyz and he's like oh okay i don't think anything of it except you know we've been together for 13 years and yeah but yeah mm-hmm. not to say that i don't believe what send help we heard the slaps (laughs) (laughs) they sound very realistic but growing up in that atmosphere i'm Mm -hmm. like i accept it yeah because it's not a negative i never got hurt yeah and i was always protected by that side of the family yeah it's yeah you 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 just take it in stride like right like i don't I don't live my life in accordance to these things. I'm yeah. just like, oh, it, sometimes, right? Like, if, you, if you're feeling like some type of way, you're like, I'll accept it because it'll help explain why I'm feeling this way. Yeah. Um, because there's just sometimes, there's things that you just can't explain. Yep. But I definitely don't, like, make my life plan in accordance to, like, the spirits that visit me and, like, the random mediums that tell me. Um, to drink more water i just drink water <laughs> you know i wish i had someone telling me to drink more water because <laughs> well, i could message you daily be like ma'am have you had water today thank you do you have a moment for our lord jesus water i mean see for me i'm a different kind of person because i'd be like but he turned that water into wine so technically yeah mm-hmm. spirits i know yeah. yay spirits they're a fun bunch we've got they? spirits yes we do <laughs> <laughs> we've got spirits yes we do <laughs> uh why can't yeah. genies be more real things oh my goodness like aladdin I, wish. Genie. I know i wish 
Mr. Aladdin, please. <laughs> All right. Well, um, those are some weird camp stories that, that ended up being things that weren't camp stories. Um, but we've gone camping, we promise. Yeah, we have. I mean, what's like... Okay, so, I mean, rounding out scary camp stories. Yeah. Two questions for you. Yeah. Number one, mm-hmm. is there anywhere in the United States you would never camp? Given all the best equipment in the world, you had, like, the camp crew that you wanted to have with you, and you're like, I'm not going. I believe you. So anywhere in the Appalachian Mountains? No, I'm not doing it. Okay, got I'm it. I'm not doing it. And what for you is the most integral piece of camping equipment? Like, I'm not leaving home without this thing. Outside of the tent? Well, yeah. I mean, you need a place to live, but I'm saying, like, what's, like, a thing, like, an accessory that you take that you're like, I can't, I can't live without this? Dang. Mm-hmm. Hit you with a hard one. Dang. I mean, for me, honestly, it would be water. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Because you never know what's in those babbling brooks. Never. I trust none of that nature water. None of the babbling brooks at all. No. <laughs> for me, the We're one like, place, we know better. Yeah. No, I'm sure. I mean, for me, the one place I'd never go camping is like the canyon lands, like Utah, Moab, places like that. Interesting. Because I'm like, because you can see the danger coming. There's oh, no you trees. can, but that's, <laughs> there's weird, <laughs> there's weird magic in them rocks. I don't want to have anything to do with that. Oh yeah, that's for sure. There's also, also a lot of dead bodies in there. I was going to say there's also a lot of Mormons, but equally as scary. Um, Just as terrifying. Yep. Come on down. Bring your wives. I mean, wife. Anyways. It's illegal, so <laughs> You can't do that anymore. Um, and for me, definitely the one like accessory that I cannot live without would be, um, what's this, uh, the little string that you bought us, the one that has all the little hooks on it, the daisy chain, chain. explain it's a piece of, it's like a, like a nylon band Uh and it's got little loops in it. And then those loops have little carabiners, like little hooks (gasps) in them. And it's like seven or eight of them. And you can just hang whatever you want from them. Clothes, jackets, pots, cups, utensils, whatever you want. It's smart. Yeah. Shop smart, shop as smart, and Walmart. Oh, okay, yeah. So, next up, yeah. we're gonna get into some would you rather's classic. I can't wait. I'm ready. You Let's don't have go. to wait. It's right here. Are you ready? Okay. First well, one. I don't read. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Would you rather spend the night at a haunted, abandoned house or a graveyard? A graveyard. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen my share of spirits. Yeah, exactly. So you're you're prepared for this. I'm good. I don't want to enter a house with bad spirits. For me, it'd be a graveyard too. Yeah. Because you know what? I'm in a graveyard. I'm outside. Yeah. Like, and like. I can see the road from right here, dog. You can't get me. And like the other thing is like all you have to do is ask for forgiveness. No, like just to step like, on a on a like grave. I was doing it the whole time. We recently went to a, to a family member's uh, funeral. Mm-hmm. Not like of like my family, but might as well have been because it's like a family friend who's yeah. you know been around for a really long time. And unfortunately, one of his siblings passed away. Oh, I'm sorry um, to hear. Yeah. So, you know, COVID being what it is. Yeah. Um, and we went to the uh, we went to the mass. The mass was, you know, quick. People said some beautiful words. And then it was like, OK, well, time to go to the time to go to the, the funeral. Like mm-hmm. we're going to go inter the ashes in the in the niche, which I learned that that's what that little box is called. It's called a niche. Oh. Um, so when people say like, oh my God, you should find your niche. Be like, that's really morbid. No, 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 thanks. Joke's um, on you. Yeah. I'm not a ghost. <laughs> uh, and, uh, everyone got there. It was about a million degrees outside. And then the priest got lost mm. and he went next door to the Jewish graveyard. So we mm. were like, no father Shalom. But no, you have to come <laughs> over here. Okay. Hop the fence father. Yeah. Just quick little, you know, jump over to this religion and we'll, we'll knock this thing out in a second. Um, 
but there's a lot of it's not like the typical tombstones like ye olde like round block mm-hmm. tombstones these are the plaques that go oh, like flat yeah, on the yeah, ground so my grandfather's buried but i guess it's hard to cut the grass recently around these things so mm-hmm. you're walking out through this field and you're like and then you like stub your toe. What the hell was that? You're like, oh shit, that's a lady named Amy. Mm-hmm. And so when sorry, that kind of dawned on me, yeah, I was like stepping in between the grave sites being like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It's the grass. It's not me. You go back to bed. It's okay. And like telling the people around me, like guys, between the graves, between the graves, like there's, yep. there's, there's people's family members here. Have some respect. Yeah. You know, like a modicum of it, you know? Yeah. And then, of course, my whole family and a lot of our family friends, we all have something in common and that we deal with death and grief through humor. Oh, yeah. As yeah. dark and morbid as it may be, that's how we deal with that's it. We how make I jokes. Deal with it. Right. And um, we were just sitting there waiting for the priest to show up. And, like, that was the whole thing was like, yeah, I don't mind being in a graveyard. Just show respect. Like, hey, I'm really sorry. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like what happened with me earlier talking about how Ash's sister had passed and how it was dramatic. Mm-hmm. Bet. It's because her sister came by and was like, I was dramatic. I was fucking dramatic. Thanks for <laughs> noticing. So, uh, would you rather egg a house or toilet paper a house knowing that there'd be no legal ramifications? Egg a house. You'd egg somebody's house? Yes. Ay, pero que gasto de comida, niña. Que gasto toilet paper. But a toilet paper is easy to come by. I mean, maybe not in not during the pandemic, but we also early, haven't had, early start. We haven't had a, a real Halloween in like two years now. Let's be honest. Yeah, I know. So, I know, but egg a house, no legal ramifications. Egg yeah, a house. No, it's fine. You're right. Egg a house. It's so much harder to clean off. Yes. Also, if you do it enough, and you, I know Millie has done both. I've done um, that too. I'll, I'll tell you my story afterward. Millie's done them both at the same time. Like <gasps> Millie's egg somebody's house and like TP the tree oh, in front of it and beautiful. their house. Yeah, she's a terrorist. Um, <laughs> yeah, Millie Bin Laden over here. But, like, also, I wonder, like, if you egg somebody's house, like, October, well, November 1st at, like, 4 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Does, the, like, if you egg enough of their house, does it just, like, when the sun comes up, like, tortilla house? Like, yep. giant egg house now? The stench. No, no, no. La peste. A huevo podrido. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yep. No, there's no, pre- it's just, you know what, set the house on fire. Start yep. over. Start over. Start from scratch. In fact, move out, move, move away, out. Yeah, 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 move out, and move away. Go to another state, not Appalachia, and then literally anywhere else. <laughs> the state of Appalachia. The state of Appalachia. <laughs> What's your main export? Cannibals. Um, all right, and now this is the silly one. Okay. Millie was really happy about this one. Okay. Would you rather be besties with Wednesday Adams or Sabrina the Teenage Witch? Oh my god! See, that's a hard one. That's really difficult, like, huh? Because how do you <sighs> see? Here's here's the thing right with wednesday she's a loner she doesn't want friends you know like even if you're just like her she'll be like but i can be more morbid than you i can just be more me than you yeah and it's like this i don't need this competition you know like i can be just as mean and if not worse also realistically wednesday might try to kill you just saying yeah which is fine i'll egg their house um, so for me, it'll be 100% Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Now, which Sabrina? The one that you and I grew up with or the new one? The new one. Really? Yes. You wouldn't want to hang out with Melissa Joan Hart? Well, yeah, I would want to hang out with Melissa Joan Hart, but like the outfits with the new Sabrina, much better. Right? Have so you seen, better. by the way, speaking of... <laughs> 
Speaking of Melissa Joan Hart, she also did Clarissa, right? Yeah. Have you seen the one that was like, it was somebody like showing the news and it was like, the economy's collapsing. Our president sucks. There's a <laughs> pandemic. And they're like, yo, Clarissa didn't explain any of this shit. I haven't seen it, but <laughs> so that is good. accurate. That's exactly how you feel. Dog. Also, can we talk a minute about Clarissa Explains It All? Who the fuck was this fucking metido? This kid who just had access to her room whenever with a ladder and the dad was like, yeah, no problem. Never in a Cuban household. Was he gay? Were they like, so. we're not going to worry. He's fine. He's not yeah. gonna, He likes well, boys. Well, anytime I watch something now that like is kind of from that era and you see all these like kids like like sneaking out the house, I'm like, yo, y'all parents like are just you, not home ever. Ever. Or they're like the deepest of sleep- sleepers. Bro, because I had, I would think about leaving my house and my parents would be like, don't even think about it. Stop thinking about it. I heard you thinking, stop. They're like someone that they're like, Eli thinks he's going to leave the house. That's the exact moment they barge into your room. Exactly. No, let me tell you that. Funny thing you mentioned about barging into rooms. Dad, if you're listening, don't think I ever forgot this. I forgot why, but I think I slammed the door one time as like an angry, like, you know, uh-huh. emotional teenager. And oh my, my dad God, was like, the same story. My dad was like, you're going to slam doors. That's cool. It's going to be real, real cute. You're trying to slam a door when you don't have one anymore. Got the drill and took that bitch off the hinges. And was my like, my mom did that to me. <laughs> no door. Enjoy. You get the door back when you, when you recognize everybody else's privacy and stop fucking slamming doors in this house. And I was oh. like, Davying. I bro, I, at one point I got nails and a hammer and I fucking hammered a towel in front of my door. And my mom was like, Nino, I can't believe that you put holes into the wall. And I was like, tell your idiot husband to give me back my door. Yeah. But that's when my mom knew when I was pissed when I wouldn't even call him dad. When I would be like, tell your husband to give me back my door. But you know what? But that wasn't my door. No. Because You can't play. slam a towel. That's right. You can't slam a towel. And you can cover holes. But also, I can do the Sam Jackson thing. I can flip that bitch to one side like a trench coat and be like, I'm done with these motherfuckers. Yeah. Also, what I really wanted was beads, but, you know, the beads. I wanted beads, too. To this day, I want beads. Every so often, I look at, like, certain parts of my house, and I'm, I'm like, like this could do with damn, beads. a bead curtain here would look That's, like, but that's the same. Have you seen, the, have you seen the meme about the pyramids? That was, like, the two, it's the two Egyptians, and they're just in the middle of the desert. It's like... Steve, you know what this place needs? Triangles. Lots of fucking triangles. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's you. I imagine you're just quietly sitting, at, like, standing in the middle of the yep. house with Mike being like, babe, what's going on? Be like, Amo, do you know what this house needs? Beads. Beads. I need a lot of fucking beads everywhere. In yep. fact, you know what? No more shower curtains. Bead beads. curtains. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Billy hates the idea of beads. I can see her stressing out about me. I love beads. <laughs> fucking beads you remember the dane cook joke about beads no i don't with the guy that would come in and fucking break into the house and steal shit they took the beads like, i don't remember at all it was this guy who would like he had a skit about a guy who would come and kick the front door down oh, and not steal anything he would just kick the door down and oh leave. yeah the b&e right the b&e and he was like eventually they replaced the door with beads and he steals those <laughs> they took the fucking beads <laughs> oh my god i can't believe i forgot that if joke. we can't figure it out this year i want a divorce <laughs> I miss Dane Cook a little bit. So who would you pick? Wednesday Adams or Sabrina? Sabrina, 100%. Which Sabrina? Oh, Clarissa explains it all, Sabrina. Because the new one is cool, but like also she kind of has a relationship with the devil and they, they sacrifice people. Also, her friends seem kind of shitty and scary. And like, I'm saying this now as like a 31-year-old, like teenagers are scary. Yes. Oh, but I like, love teenagers. But they're scary. They do not scare me at all. They terrify me because I remember being their age and having zero control 
or concept of like, yeah, you can get in trouble. I was like, trouble, bitch. I am the trouble. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am the danger. Yeah. Like, get out of here. That's why, like, I know what they're capable of because I was once capable of it too because I was dumb. So Well, I'm, you said your elk story. So, yeah, clearly you yeah. were not afraid. Hell no. It was <laughs> stupid. But, like, also, like, don't get me wrong. As a guy, like, would I hang out with, like, 30-year-old Wednesday Adams or 30-year-old Sabrina? I mean, I'd rather be friends with Wednesday, you know? Because 30 year old Wednesday is going to be like a sight to be seen. But like, mm-hmm. so is Sabrina. Yeah. Like, I've got a goth chick with like pale ass skin and like jet black hair who literally has monsters for family members. Or then I have Sabrina's hot ass and her probably hot ass witch aunts. Yeah. And a fucking cat that talks. Yeah. Like, what more do you want? And they're witches. Anything I want, I can be like, the guy fucking public overcharged me for a pub sub. They'll be like, He's got bread for hair now. That's Deal with it. Like, I always wanted to be a witch. I love witch stuff. I always wanted to be yeah, a witch. Yeah, because it's either be Sabrina and be a witch or be Wednesday and be a serial killer. Oh my God. Yeah, I mean. I I'm, I'm not a guy. Just being a salty yeah. bitch. Like, also, you guys are forgetting Sabrina was a teenage You're right. You're right. But I wouldn't want to be friends with a cartoon. Cartoons aren't real. No, they're not. They have feelings. There's some cartoons that I mean I would want to um, be adults with. <laughs> well, everybody, but, thanks uh, for coming out. <laughs> That's been our show. <laughs> oh, you didn't think it was going to go there, huh? No, but now we're here. Anything now goes. I got. Now I gotta know. Hold on. What cartoon would you want to be? I'm sorry about this, Mike. Adult. With. Oh, Michael knows. I'm very upfront about. Uh, Is this some weird anime shit that I'm about to hear? Or like? Well, I don't know. I don't think it's weird. Okay. Biggest one from Samurai Champloo, Jin, super hot. I mean, he is, but super hot, and he's quiet, and he wants to be in a corner and just be left alone with his glasses. You know, just. But he can it. also break dance and sword fight, which is beautiful. What a gift! I know. What a gift! Uh, the other one was a different Jin from um, Blood Plus. Don't know what that is. He's a musician, but also kills uh, vampires. Okay, cool. It's beautiful. All right. Yeah, I was really into it. Um. Yeah, and I mean, Victor from Yuri on Ice. From what? Yuri on Ice. It's What's a figure skating anime, <laughs> and it's beautiful. And you know he could get it. Tuxedo Mask could still get it, but see, you know why I'm not interested in Tuxedo Mask? Because he literally does nothing, no, he doesn't. and it annoys me. <laughs> Maybe like when I was a kid, yeah, for sure, you know, because. He looks mysterious, but then you're like, my guy, you literally do nothing as Tuxedo Mask or you're like day person. Okay, so we're going to have a moment later on. And not later on as in this show. I mean, later on, like when you and Lissette do an episode together, Uh um, where you guys are going to have a thing where you critique Sailor Moon. Let's do it. So not right now. Um, No, no, we're doing it. (laughs) No. (laughs) All right. Everybody buckle in for hour two. Here we go. Anyways. No, that's not it. Hours later. Forcing, bro. I don't know if I have anyway. the mental. I don't know if I have the mental wherewithal to do no, another no, no. four yeah, hours yeah, of this yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, alrighty. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning into the show. It was great having you. By the way, thank you for it coming. It was great out. being here. Uh, we need to do this more often. I've always wanted to be uh, <laughs> outed. <laughs> just, I guess. Well, yeah, just this that's audio, our outro. So this is, Beautiful. Um, okay. We never got to go to SNL, but here we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been to 30 Rock, but anyway, I digress. Well. Um, 
It was yeah. a great show. Thanks for having me. This I, is so listen, much fun. It was wonderful having you. Faraway hugs. I'll give you one Far away a hugs. little bit. There we go. Yeah. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, as always, thank you for listening to the show. Uh, I really appreciate you all stopping by and listening. Uh, this time I babbled about a lot of things, including Brooks. <laughs> so that's finally, we came full circle, everybody. Be safe. Be kind. Please use your indicators. I love you all. Have a great morning, noon, or night. I love you. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Did I forget to put out the campfire? Oh, my God. The tent. No. 